0: radiovegas.rocks to anyone anyone i'm get, sure they would appreciate it
1: you get a it. discount on if you just walk up to some random person you
2: get a discount no, on life life just is just fun <laughs> yeah. you yeah. just live better the power
3: of knowing it's just
2: Jeez. fun
0: you
3: know
2: the power of knowing get to lay that's that right. knowledge on someone yeah that's right yeah uh. it's greasy conversation hour that's what it sounds like when it actually starts get ready yeah, we've got Sarah here, the Dueling, Doolin. What up,
1: Radio yeah. Vegas world?
2: It's that time, Radio Vegas.rocks, it's here, and we've got nothing but adventure for you today, and this is what the adventure sounds like. Whoa.
0: Did you start the stream?
2: I definitely actually started the stream. <laughs> <laughs> We only said it 20 times right.
1: before
2: the show started. Start the damn stream. So ha- holla, people checking in on my personal Facebook profile because it turns out that's like a way better move than the business page. But we're back on Facebook. That's a thing. We left. We did the YouTube. We did the Twitch. We're still there. We're we're still twitching it. Still <laughs> building that Twitch. But we're always on RadioVegas.rocks. Rocks.
0: Yeah, and and don't don't. <laughs> Get it twisted, all right? We didn't like come crawling back to Facebook, all right? They begged us to come back, right? Isn't no. that what happened? No, no. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: We're in such high demand. We took yeah. down the internet. Right. Facebook could not handle the amount. They were like, "What
2: are we gonna streaming? do?" They didn't beg, what they politely asked. They're yeah. like, "Hey, we saw that your amazing show wasn't showing, and we're sad." Yeah. And we want to be. Lo- we want to be less
0: sad. At so least one that. person who worked at Facebook was sad about it. <laughs>
2: Seriously though, they did change their policies and change like the protocols you can stream with them, or something something like that happened where all of a sudden the ability to stream to them simulcastly, I can simulcast now, but like it costs more to do it from the page, and people didn't find it from the page as much, so I'm piggybacking my personal clout to then yeah. Just streaming it from my personal profile, you guys. It's personal, just for you, from me to you. Yeah. Now we've got. This is the submarine of learning coming at you. I had to turn that submarine down. Oh my god, it was submarines, intense. <laughs> so who knows what our first news instance?
0: I got. It's gonna be. I, we can play the uh, "Where did this happen?" game. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna describe this scenario. It's pretty. This one we got to dive deep on this one. It's got a lot going on. So this dude, O'Nelio Hippolyte Gonzalez.
2: Is this the puppies one?
0: No, 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 no. Okay. All right. He put an ad with himself in a white coat, advertised himself as a doctor saying he could cure diabetes, Parkinson's disease, cancer, multiple sclerosis, and other health problems. Right? So I guess he'd been doing this for a while. And there was an undercover operation. This, this undercover officer goes or requests his services. So the guy shows up at his, at his house. He made house calls, right? Takes his blood pressure and then puts this weird thing, a band around his head and has him hold a metal rod and says it's, it's checking his... Hold on. Hold on. So this, is, this is good. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. It was testing his heart, brain, intestinal system, bones, nerves, and everything else. (laughs) And then afterwards he just told the dude that his cholesterol was on the way to being too high. He's not getting enough oxygen to his brain as well.
2: Was he gonna inject something?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So (laughs) basically the article now. Basically the the Yeah, basically the cure to like any ailment was this guy. Uh, doing something like withdrawing the patient's blood and then maybe doing some hocus pocus to it and just injecting their own blood back into them <laughs> as a cure. Okay. So, yeah. Total scam, but he finally got busted.
2: So, the, the, the name of the game is where, where did this happened. Did
0: this happen? And there's pretty much only two places things happen.
1: Yeah, that's definitely California. Yeah. Florida or California? Uh, What? Okay. Was it Florida? Okay. I get one point. Thank you. Okay. Because crazy nut job doctors (laughs) all come from Florida. Um, (laughs) I don't know how I know this. This is just general junk information I've stored in my brain throughout the many years of my life on this planet. That's how it goes, But I feel that Florida is full of... People that are very susceptible, old people, people that want to go there and uh, seek uh, medical treatment. There's a lot of uh, immigrants there. So I could see how a doctor could get away with some, some kind of crap like that.
0: The be- I don't. It doesn't mention that he was actually a doctor. It just says he put an ad out that he, <laughs> he claimed himself to be a doctor. So. But yeah, totally. <laughs> no, pretty much anytime something crazy like that happens, it's like Florida or Arizona. Or my yeah. top two. <laughs> like just a little shit. bit of
2: Oregon sprinkled in. That's, that's my go-to. Yeah. Florida. Oregon and uh, the Dakotas have their moments too. Yeah, yeah. When you're tracking the wacky news.
0: But it's like if you don't know where it happened, like 75% of the time, you'll be right if you just guess Florida.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I swear there's like a like a tendency, you know, for the the media to even like seek out extra Florida. Yeah,
0: well, it's like oh a, my
2: gosh, there's is there he is. The the look of the dude though.
0: Oh yeah, he looks like
2: <laughs> busted. Uh, he looks like a trustworthy medical professional. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he probably didn't even like show up to the to the calls in like a, a a coat like a doctor. He just had like sweatpants and a jersey.
2: I'm getting that like beginning of esophagus barf. It's just seeing him and picturing him taking <laughs> my blood out and putting it back in. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: That you didn't paint a good picture there, was. I'm feeling kind of sick now too. Thanks. <laughs>
2: Hey, you guys, esophagus barf. Oh, it activated the dogs. <laughs>
0: dogs activated. So this next one's actually pretty interesting and uh, just a weird, well, controversial kind of subject, I think. But Facebook is thinking about removing anti-vaccination content. Because I don't know if you've heard lately, but there's been, like, outbreaks of measles again because people are just not vaccinating their kids. Um, And a lot of that, like, a lot of anti-vax stuff is spread on Facebook. Um, But I think, like, whose responsibility is it to uh, really police that information, you know, if it ends up harming people?
2: Yeah, it's one of those things where maybe so they don't usurp, like, too much authority... Instead of just removing content like that, even though it's categorically like untrue, vaccination is super important. Rather, to put near it the other argument, just so people can make their own choice about it rather than like silencing an opinion, even if that opinion's like dangerously untrue.
1: I think it has to do with a lot of the trolls on the internet.
2: Oh know,
0: yeah,
1: totally making <laughs> fun, and, and they you know. start
2: convincing people. People think some of these trolls are actually like saying something real about vaccines. Yeah,
1: listen, here's the deal. Okay, we've uh, I think this country's been through what 300 years of famine and diseases and technological advances that uh, proven that vaccines have worked. Some for some people they don't, but that's more of a genetic defect on their end. I feel like um you know if facebook wants to censor that material i guess that's you know that's their choice but with all the stuff that goes around on facebook nowadays i feel like they could be censoring a lot more important things <laughs> you know it, you know sometimes that brings joy into my life seeing people uh you know kind of laying down the facts about why it's important to vaccinate their kids and um you know especially with with major outbreaks like the measles or everybody thought uh that disease was um, was cured through vaccinations. What's going to come up next, you know, things like polio or other diseases right. where, you know, you just don't know where they can originate from, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's becoming an epidemic, and the stem of all of it was based off the fact that there was a few ignorant people who didn't understand uh, the reasoning behind vaccinations. Also, on the flip side of things, like you were talking about, it wasn't, Is, you know, a lot of times people feel that, you know, doctors uh, and medical professionals uh, and even pharmaceutical companies are adding things into the injections uh, or putting in uh, binary fillers uh, that can uh, adversely harm your body throughout the course of your life, which are some been proven true and some have not. However, in the grand scheme of things, it's turned out to work pretty well and right. if Facebook decides that they don't want negativity to spawn a whole generation of people who think it's okay not to get vaccinations i I kind of agree with them I'm okay with that
2: yeah, and you know, the thing is like i i I could be wrong that's the thing like I, at yeah, this totally. point, the vaccination thing is uh is Jury's like not out on that. It's decided. We we know vaccinations are important and misinformation of this is dangerous. And one might argue that there's got to be a line that like say misinformation about pedophilia and how that might be beneficial to society. Of course, they're going to nix that right out. There's no argument with that. And Facebook's argument in the contrary might be like, hey – Uh, We wouldn't let someone advocating the benefits of pedophilia voice their opinion here. Why would we let someone advocate something that could, I mean, lead to much more lives ended and uh, an epidemic coming back that we previously cured? That seems pretty like epic thing to censor. But on the other hand... uh, there could be something that we just don't know that's outside the realms of both of those. Say it becomes common knowledge that like tattoos are super unhealthy or something like that. Or like someone's pointing, I don't know. That's a horrible example. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> no, we're doing it. We're starting it, man. Yeah. So tattoos are, are terrible for your health.
2: Sometimes yeah. having opinions that are unpopular on a platform like that is valuable for there to be debate and growth. And some things are more complicated and nuanced. And more yeah. arguable And maybe They're being mature By saying Like this is past that already We've, This is the time To draw the line on this listen, But the, it, the, someone argue It's a slippery slope That we won't have debates On other things a then A lot
1: of people Who start these arguments Are misinformed They don't have the facts mm-hmm. They're going off of You know People's basic Fear instincts You know Yeah To just kind of draw That kind of um, Obscene type of uh, You know Reaction From the general population And what happens is it snowballs. It's Mm. like the flat earth effect. Okay, whether you believe in it or not, or this or that, I think through physics and science we can kind of prove that that's not the case. But I think a lot of people are not sold on it because... People believe what they see and what they hear and not necessarily facts that have been proven over the course of, of thousands of years. Um, and, and that's sad because everybody, you know, the information that's out there now, nobody knows if it's real or fake. Mm. I mean, you, you know, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I'm not that person that goes on Facebook and believes everything I read.
4: Yeah. You know, there's no, people out there
1: that do that though, mm-hmm. and they believe everything that they read to be gospel, and they go with it, and they and it, and it doesn't just stay within the context of social media and Facebook, but then they take that platform out into the general public, and it's mm. sad because they end up getting shut down on a lot of those situations because they're freaking wrong. And that's what's great.
2: And that's what's a better solution than censorship is that concept of open discussion and letting the idiots and the trolls put out the misinformation and letting the truth come up and wash it over. And I feel that Facebook having a policy to put facts and data and reputable sources right up against the baloney is much better than the idea of just censoring the baloney. Because yeah, what yeah, happens totally. is people are going to get the same baloney somewhere else and it'll be a new thought to them. It'll be like, I've never heard that the earth could be flat and they'll look into it more and it'll, they'll start this whole thing because they found their own channel to find the baloney rather than having the truth right next to the baloney on the platform they would have found it at to begin with that.
0: Yeah, and it might at. not even like make a difference because you could find it, yeah, like you're saying, yeah. like, like YouTube or yeah. any number of censorship's blogs and, not the answer. Even with yeah.
2: horrible, disgusting things, the answer is truth right next to the horrible, disgusting things.
0: Yeah, but you know, what you gonna do? <laughs> Ain't no one gonna believe it anyway. <laughs> All right, uh, I got we got some sad news, and it our good our good buddy the Mars rover um is is declared dead.
2: Space news.
0: Yeah, he's uh I think his last message was um it was somewhere like last year it was a couple of months ago
2: yeah it's been uh it had died and wind blew the dust off the solar cells and it recharged and had another life and more research this is opportunity by the way yeah old, old oppie but um they finally declared it too late too dusty too buried Oh, After thing, about like eight months or something.
1: Was that been in Mars for over like 15 years or something? That thing was, that thing was launched in like the late 90s, yeah. wasn't
0: it? I think it was 2004. I- I was going to say early noughties. Yeah. All
1: right. Yeah. I mean, that's a considerable long lifespan considering most of the cars on the road today don't even last. I (laughs)
2: know, right? We keep doing that, though. We keep making these space probes that last way longer. The Voyagers (laughs) lasted way longer. We can't make a
1: car that runs off of a battery for 15 (laughs) years, really. But you can put a Mars rover out there for 15 plus years and it runs forever, huh?
2: That, uh, (laughs) the. That one was solar, but the newer ones and also the old probes, like the Voyager and stuff, the Voyagers were, um, nuclear is like this little (laughs) nuclear unit. That's How cool is that? Oh, yeah. yeah, that
1: thing blows up on Mars. Who knows what kind of chemical reaction could... We could be blowing up planets by putting nuclear power on them. No, it's
2: like chill nuclear, though.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> it's clean it coal. It's
1: chill nuclear. It's
2: clean, it's clean coal, you guys. Tell, it's fine. Tell
1: Kim Jong-un that, yeah. <laughs> it's like that
0: handshake nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think what's what's interesting is, like, I, I kind of had, like, a pang of sadness when I heard the news. I'm like, oh, that's kind of sad. Because its last, his last message was... My battery is low and it's getting dark. And that was like the last message it sent back to Earth.
2: Oh, that's,
1: that's morbid.
2: Right? It's yeah. kind of sad. It said that like of its own volition. Like, it's it was probably like programmed, programmed in, it in there. It was probably, it's probably like dark. programmed in there.
1: God, that program, that's like the last message. Right. That the Mars rover will ever say is that it's getting dark out here. Just right?
2: to, from, a, from like a tech perspective, the idea that it would send like, okay, ASCII encoded characters, it's getting dark. Not like, okay, this power level or something, and someone interprets it that way. Yeah. Just yeah. like blows my mind. Like, why did they program that in there? Right. Probably to so, add a
0: little, like, you know, humanness to it. You that's know? And insane. It's messaging.
2: I guess maybe it's modern enough that that might be data that, like, amateurs can get. Because a lot of science stuff like that, you can actually go and see some of the actual data and participate. Yeah. yeah. So, I know there was some of that with some of the roverings, but I never got into it. Like, there, they'd have times when you could, like, tell the rover where to go on the other planet. Like, you'd submit. Like, you could say, hey, go look at this rock. And enough other people wanted to look at that same rock. The rover would go look at that rock, like, in a week or two or something. I don't know. That was a time, I just wonder, yeah.
1: what was the most fascinating thing that the rover found on Mars?
2: Little people. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens. They yourself. didn't tell us that though. They didn't All say right. anything. They're
1: like, "Oh, well, we're gonna keep that secret,
2: okay?" Oh my gosh, we've had like the worst um, times with chat moving to YouTube and Twitch, and as soon as we're back on Facebook, the chat's fucking back alive. Welcome, yeah, everybody. Of so, what up, Sarah? S- Sarah's over in Michigan. My cuz Howdy. Also, uh, Jonathan asked what we think about the Facebook AI. So, is there? I'm familiar with Facebook AIs, plural, like ones that they've used for image recognition and stuff, but I'm not sure which one he's talking about. Is there a newer, more generalized Facebook AI going on?
0: I don't know. Is like Facebook just the AI now?
2: <laughs> Holler at us, Jonathan, with some more details and we'll dive in. Maybe it's something for next week, opinion-wise. So that space. Oh, man.
1: That's scary. That scares me. Right? Have I heard that in space. <laughs> <laughs> shit's about to go shit down. Myself, dude. Immediately. <laughs> and I want to hear anything in space. So <laughs> yeah, have like, you why do I don't hear that? Right? Oh, you're, no.
2: You're fucked. Something's banging into me right now. <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right. So, this one, we're going to get a little gross with this one, right? All right. So, home dude Zach was having problems with his little man downstairs renting, renting the old underwear apartment. Uh, and instead of going to the doctor, I guess there's this British TV show where people go on and talk about sexual issues they're having. And uh, so he goes on this show and talks about my willy. It won't function sometimes. <laughs> no. <laughs> right? And so...
2: You know, this news through... changed me. Like, oh yeah, my... it's, really, honest...
0: it's really gnarly. But they, they go through it. You know, he, he talks about... You know, he's uncircumcised and and it, the, the head kinda started swelling up and he can't pull the foreskin back and all this.
2: Okay, warning fast forward, but it's probably not as bad as you're already thinking. So Yeah, don't no, fast I'm forward. not gonna
0: get all like gross about it, but No,
2: it's actually not as gross as I'm leading into no. being dramatic.
0: But uh you know, it turns out no one ever told the dude that uh Wait,
2: wait. Shout out Josh from uh VivaSka Radio on RadioVegas.rocks, rocks. Because yeah. ska is just one Form of life that's delightful. Anyway, back to this w- person's poor wiener problem. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> it turns out that no one ever told him to uh, wash under the foreskin.
2: Yeah, for, he didn't know to like, wash that far, he thought.
0: <laughs> for 24 years of his life. That's
2: the fact yeah, that he so was literally afraid to pull it back that far is like, I don't know. Hold on there. Pause. <laughs> I know. Right?
1: What's, what's
0: behind No there? one's
2: ever pulled that back that far. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm sure, yeah like, I'm sure it was. It like lovely. glued up in there. Listen,
2: this was
1: in listen, this was in Europe. This was in what? Great Britain? Britain. Yeah. Okay, they have a they have a problem with hygiene there, guys. Okay? It's oh, is that a it's thing? little known secret from people that live in that area that they're not the most well-kept, clean people. I'm not, gonna, I'm not generalizing the whole area. I'm just saying, look at Austin Powers. That's all I'm saying, <laughs> that's okay? so accurate. Listen, just... Yeah, I'm just using that as a very blanketed generalization of a whole entire country right now. <laughs> and I, and I, mean, I know I'm going to get some shit over that. Like, uh, well, you know, Austin Powers in the second movie, he got his teeth fixed in this. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> The, 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 the far-fetched idea of circumcision, uh, you know, that, that happens all over, all over the world and generally, you know, Western cultures and civilizations, um, you know. And I also want to just say, you know, if you are t- washing your body, I would assume that some water and some soap going to kind of trickle down that area and sort of, you know, maintain some sort of level cleanliness there. I'm just going on a limb and saying this guy probably doesn't take showers very often. That's
2: no. All.
1: <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
2: No, he definitely... Uh, his gentleman's time hasn't been very thorough. I'll give yeah, it that. yeah, yeah, totally. But what's grosser yet is in the article, he's had a lot of sex.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, talks about, yeah it talks about that. Even
2: just, more weird. Just toss it in there and don't even like, do much with it? I don't get it. <laughs>
1: Toss it in there. Yeah, definitely. You don't even look at it. Just go on, jam it in the slide. Go on,
2: bro. So that's what we're looking at there. Because, okay, I I really... uh, I'm circumcised, and I thought I was missing out on something. I thought maybe this is genital mutilation. Maybe there's feelings I should have that naturally I would have that I'm not having. And I read this article and I'm very content with my circumcision now.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think that was your choice at the time.
2: No, but I'm comp- I'm totally, I feel like I'm not missing shit. You can't be mad. That's like, if you,
1: that's like saying if your parents vaccinated you and then you feel like, oh, <laughs> if I had the measles, I might be more complete person because what's life with, vac- what would yeah. like be without vaccination?
2: Yeah. You know, no, I know also from many uncircumcised testimony that like it can be well-maintained. But it sounds to me like another little tiny armpit to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another t- yeah, right? <laughs> it's like another yeah. fucking danger zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, I know the whole area is... But I mean, at like, least buy me time. It's like one dude wipe versus two dude wipes. <laughs> Shout out, sponsor dude wipes. <laughs> Shout
1: out to the dude wipes. Could you
2: give me a packet of them just because oh, it's relevant, real quick?
1: Yeah, product
2: placement. It is li- literally a sponsor. I do. Did you <laughs> know it's illegal in America to like Which hella. Right here? Let's bring it all. Pack. Yeah, big the big pack. pack. If I like pretended like this was something I had heard of and loved before they sponsored us, it would be. Not just dishonest, but actually one of the few things in, like, freedom of speech, like, uh, open democratic media America that actually be illegal. So under penalty of law, I have to admit, you, this is a sponsor. But I would love them anyway, regardless. But that's all our sponsors passed that Okay,
1: test. I feel like this is a little sexist right here. So it's dude wipes. Uh, now are there chick wipes?
2: Well, no. Uh, or
1: do you guys categorize all baby wipes as chick wipes?
2: No, 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 far from it It's in how we define a dude Is this a
1: niche product here? Like
2: when I'm hanging out with friends of either gender They're my dudes (laughs) That's the thing You're in a dude category We've got female listeners like my cousin Sarah Totally my dude you know, okay. Okay. it's like get down on that. Yeah. Like when chicks get I mean, together that, and they the, have fun, they they'll smell? call it going out with the guys. Just,
1: just real quick, if we were to give a uh, accurate representation of dude wipes, what is like the overall consistency, the smell, how it feels? Oh,
2: great question. There's very little to them uh, on the on the scent. Category that could be allergenic, okay. but they still do smell good. It's just not a powerful smell. Okay, mild smell, quick evaporating, uh powdery, soft, without talc. <laughs> so that like, okay. you dry in a way that doesn't leave you squeaky. You get some. You get some powder to it going okay, on. Okay, so too.
1: so in case you get a lot of friction down there, it's not going to yeah squeaky, squeaky clean's burn is not good, up good up for that uh, junk.
2: No, right? you want a soft, soft clean.
1: Okay. Yeah. Wow, you sold that. Right? Oops.
2: I told <laughs> you. <laughs> you I sold meant, it and then you. I meant, you meant that sound. <laughs> <laughs> wrong sound.
1: That's why I got labeled that thing. Wrong. Yeah, I know. Okay.
2: You know, you're the first guest that's really like told us, you know, that's some powerful insight that you could, like, label these things.
1: Okay, I'm not <laughs> trying to reinvent the wheel here and just give you some general ideas, guys,
2: okay? I love it. Hey, uh, reinvented wheels. Make the world roll on, right?
0: Onward. Right straight on down that hill.
2: Okay, are we ready for the next thingy? Sure, why not? That was the vault door opening on the oh, next thingy. No, I thought thingy.
1: that was like the SVU special victims unit. Yeah.
2: The special thing. victims also. vault. The vault of special victims. <laughs> we are
1: all special victims
2: here in this, in this here vault. Oh, yes. yes, yes. You and I, we're all special victims
0: <laughs> we're together. Special. All right. So we got a. Uh... Dude in Jamaica wins the Jamaican lottery, which is a thing. And, uh, you know, because there's always always some worry about, like, claiming a big jackpot, right? Because then they they can make you put your identity out there, and you got to worry about, like, scammers coming out of the woodwork suddenly.
2: Yeah, this is smart.
0: All these, like, cousins that you never heard of, they're like, hey, remember me from when you were a baby? Like, no, (laughs) I don't, actually. But uh, So, dude shows up to collect his winnings wearing the scream mask. From that classic horror movie scream,
2: I feel like he's half up to something smart here because I mean you do want to deal with the lottery anonymously uh, the the horror stories are legion but that mask <laughs> like I would have been like at least like a like um I don't know a friendly mask of some kind I Maybe mean that's all was... he
1: had wait how much did he win in the lottery by the way did they say
0: yeah he won one hundred and fifty eight Point four million in Jamaican dollars.
1: <laughs> okay, let's break it Which through, is, we have which is 1.1 million. You want like 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
0: was just to say. No, it's 1.1 million. And U.S. currency. Okay. So yeah. that's,
1: that's a little chunk of change right there. Yeah, for sure. Now, I guess Jamaica is a little, must be a little bit different because in the United States, when you hit the lottery, depending on what state you live in, you are Sharing either not allowed to remain anonymous or you are. So certain states like Arizona, you can remain anonymous. But if you buy your ticket in California and win, that's public, uh, that's yeah, public yeah. domain. So wow. I would say based on the fact that Jamaica is a small country, okay, you just won a million dollars. You, if you go out anywhere, somebody's going to recognize you immediately. Right. This is this is a win-win, okay? I think, for yeah. the most part, I don't care what mask you're wearing. If you're wearing a paper bag on your face, you're hiding your identity because, yeah, there's some thieves out there. And even if it's your own family members at that point, and who's to say you can't say no, but I know how people are. Hey, I got some money. I'm going to give it away. Here's yeah. some for you. Here's some for you. You know, If you don't want to be generous with your money, this is the way to go.
2: Well, it's not, you know... Generous is one thing, but man, getting mobbed is another. I mean, people get murdered and stuff over that lottery tip. No thanks. Yeah,
0: for sure. Plus, like, there's just endless stories about people who win the lottery and just, like, their luck goes to shit. Yeah. Or they just, like, are really bad at managing all that money. Yeah. Or they get scammed. Or, yeah, it's just, man, you're like, yeah, I'd love to win the lottery until you hear all the horror stories of, like, everyone that's ever won the lottery.
2: Yeah. It's like... (laughs) Not like that, yeah,
0: I just know do that one like ten times in a row, and it's just like that.
2: there's been lots of opportunities for it that I've neglected, so I'm making up for lost time, yeah,. good.
1: <laughs> nice. We should just have one whole episode of just sound effects
2: oh, <laughs> oh
1: God, oh, it's just, just five hundred sound effects in a row.
2: that sounds like season one no i <laughs> <laughs> oh man, season one is so um you know it it's it's different ways. There you gotta learn and grow, man. Yeah, there's a lot of learning and growing in season one. I'm just saying.
1: Listen, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. You look at historically back at any season ones of any show. Okay, the evolution of the next three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten seasons. You look back on that one season, like The Simpsons, for example. How primitive that shit
2: was. Oh yeah, perfect example.
1: And you know. You take one good idea and you build and you grow off it, and next thing you know, you're in your best friend's garage doing a podcast every Friday, from yeah. five to seven, and 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 uh, with your friends, and you know, uh, it's uh, it can only go up from there. So don't be ashamed of season one, was it, Okay,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. That's right. Don't be ashamed. No, you it's guys. A good season. I
2: hope everyone goes there and checks it out and like finds out what I what I'm right or not about it. You <laughs> <know>? <laughs> Maybe you find out. You judge for yourselves and, yeah. and help our stats, you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, what do we got? All right, real quick. Uh, follow up to a couple weeks ago, we had that story of the USB stick found in the seal poop. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, <laughs> quick recap, right?
2: This is so great. Where this got the, like the a new side detail for that, bro? That's that's <laughs> my <laughs> quick and dirty snacker. one. Yeah.
0: So, like, quick recap these. These researchers who collect seal poop for some reason, I'm not sure why, doesn't matter.
2: And then someone's gotta.
0: They, had sam- they, they collect the samples and then they, they log them and then they freeze them because they collect a lot of samples and then they move through them eventually. So this one sample was frozen for a year. They got it out to do their, their tests, whatever they're doing on it, and they found a USB stick that was frozen for a year. And it turns out that it still worked. So they're trying to find the owner. And it turns out the owner was one of the researchers, or was the exact researcher who collected that sample. And then just like, never, you know, that was all she did. Never heard about it again. So she found it. But then they were asked, like, wondering, well, how did, how did the, the USB get in the poop? Right? That's the big mystery. Because it wasn't just like laying on top of the poop or like, she would have seen it, you know?
2: Yeah, another researcher verified that they were sure that the USB drive had traveled through a seal. It wasn't, it couldn't have been in the poop outside of the seal.
0: So that means that she probably dropped it somewhere and then a bird or some creature grabbed it, maybe ate it, and then that creature got eaten by that seal that she collected the dropping for specifically. Yeah. So very, very weird. uh... So
2: she collected the dropping with her own flash drive that she had lost earlier. Yeah. There's that, well, the thing is, there's just that few people around there.
0: Yeah, that's they, you're,
2: you're, If someone dropped a flash drive and someone found a flash drive in a poop, it's probably the only person that's around there. Yeah. <laughs> Doing both those things.
0: But she logged the sample. Why didn't she log another sample? I mean, maybe if there's a little population of seals, too. I don't First know. First of all,
1: where are you finding the seal shit from? Is it in the water? Maybe the little,
0: like, little they just shit on the beach.
1: they around with a little They just shit on their
0: little rocks.
2: Well, some of the seals are given diapers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what?
0: <laughs> They follow the seals around, yeah.
1: Oh my god, I mean that story to me just uh, you know, that's you know that's how technology's ruining the world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, see when a seal can't just eat its you know natural food source and it has to get introduced to some sort of you know uh, electronic device, you know, and that's a sad thing though, because uh, you know I mean who knows what are seals eating in the ocean. They're eating anything, really, at that point. If they're willing to digest a USB stick, they're probably eating anything that's on the seafloor. <laughs> that's the sad part about it, though. I mean, if I was going to say uh, the moral of the story is um, don't drop your USB sticks or your dra- trash anywhere near or around the ocean, okay? Yeah, be careful with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, be careful, especially straws, okay, guys?
2: Yeah, straws, man. They really give you more straws than you need everywhere. We're being bombarded by straws. And if we totally took a step back and maybe wanted less straws, even if we really want straws in our lives, then, you know, people are going to want to make money with straws again. They're going to make some biodegradable, some straws, some composty straws, some little shit straws, and we'll have those, and we'll be all into straws again, and straws will be back.
1: I just feel like, you know, for some people, straws are necessary, okay? For the 99.9% of the population that's lazy as shit and can't pick up the bottle to their lips, (laughs) I pretty much say this to you. You're the reason why these these animals are dying, okay?
2: I think the lid um, being made of the same stuff as the straw, if you make that lid shaped like a a sippy cup, you're not really solving (laughs) much because it's the same material as the straw.
1: That's a good observation. But if
2: the lid is paper as well as the cup being paper, then we're on to something just turn into some something some fungus eating. What I'm eats saying
1: them. is is how hard is it to go like you ever seen anybody drink beer through a straw? And yes, it happens. It's mostly <laughs> women and you know, they're they're trying to not you know be uh they're on their first date and you know, they're trying not to be a sloppy drunk. They drink that beer out beer on a straw. That's I've like, seen it. That's that's
0: like the biggest red flag ever. <laughs> That's yeah, you just like you just immediately date, leave like you're, you're. That's like immediately leave material right there. That's like
2: a maintenance thing. Like you Yeah, need a that's straw. high maintenance
1: right there. Who knows what else she's gonna be put not using her mouth for? You know what I mean? Uh, if she's too afraid to put the cup to her lips. Then that's enough right there to tell you it's time to move on, guys. Okay. Oh, but all I'm saying is, is that straws so are good. attributed to the overall laziness of the general population. And if people just, you know, were able to just pick it up and put it to their lips, <laughs> I feel like this wouldn't even be a non-issue. Yeah. Right?
2: Make a little sacrifices to save a little planet. A little bit yeah. of planet. True
1: that.
0: Right. True that. All I right, just
2: reuse my straws. I'm like, no, no more. I've got my straw for the week. And I spend time with it. And then after when I'm done, I light it on fire. and I... I So you're burning chemicals in the ozone. (laughs) (laughs) And then...
1: I mean, it literally defeats fucking purpose. And then
0: we take the melted plastic and dump that in the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. No, he turns
1: that into the guitar picks, dude, okay? Oh, yeah. That would be
2: sweet. That would
1: be the move, though. Uh, Straw picks. Oh, I think we just invented something. Straw picks.
2: Get ready for our next merch. Listen, I have a stamper that stamps picks out of credit cards. So it's just a matter of melting down the straws into like some kind of flat thing and i stamp away you guys straw picks get ready okay, everybody
1: send your straws to <laughs> at 4795 <laughs> east sahara that's in las vegas nevada oh no, man <laughs> you guys
2: she just said my actual address Don't.
1: bro you, two weeks from now you're gonna have like your whole house filled with straws it's gonna be great i love it you're gonna thank me for that
2: hell yeah sweet
0: all right there you guys we're at our first uh, quarter
2: Oh, no, I'm so glad you noticed. You guys, we've got that... See that, 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 that you guys terminology? That's supposed to be inclusive. That's male dudes. and female homies. Dudes. Yeah, those lady dudes, too. All Dunettes,
1: about it. as I like to call them. But you why overcomplicate
2: be... things? We don't say actresses anymore. They're all actors.
1: Hey, listen. You know what? Some <laughs> people don't like to be generalized into one category. It's like when you walk into a place you go, Hey, guys! And then <laughs> everybody's like, "Hey." And then there's that one per- that one lady's like, "I'm a lady." Yeah.
2: Well, I point at her individually and I make sure I single her out awkwardly. <laughs> so, that's <You're> so thoughtful. <laughs> what
1: a gentleman right here.
2: It's so sh- so shows how different people want different things though. Cuz some people would love that. Like they want that special attention. Other people are like, "Uh, they want to look like no gender and not have this come up in conversation at all." Yeah. yeah. I understand that too. Why make a deal? You know what I do want to make a deal about, though, is Jesse Ray's barbecue. And speaking in that moment of commercial Commercial chug...
5: It's always good watching Kim shove meat in that hole. But Jesse Ray's doesn't shove it down your throat, though. I shove it down my throat. Because once that meat touches your lips, <laughs> you'll be begging for more. So visit them, Jesse
6: Ray's, 5611, South Valley View on the corner of Valley View and
5: Russell. Some amazing, reasonably priced barbecue that's delicious. One Best Barbecue Sauce last year. And again. And again this year. Make sure to check them out. It's ridiculously convenient and even more ridiculously delicious. If you're in Vegas, <laughs> you go to Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Their corn is absolutely amazing. I'm a fan of corn. Anyways, so visit them, Jesse Ray's
6: 5611 South Valley View Mention Radio Vegas. That rocks. Get 10% off, everybody.
2: And uh, they also do catering. <laughs> that
6: sounds amazing.
2: <laughs> hey, if you want a longer break, you can have it. But no, we also have interstitials, so I'm not done. So you can keep fast-forwarding if that's what you do. But I wouldn't because these are some juicy ones. I'm wearing these fellows right now. Kicker headphones. We're going to hear someone's opinion about it for like 20 seconds. But my opinion is more important, and I love them. I love them a lot. They've survived so much, and they still sound good, and we've had them for a while. They're a killer sponsor. I love these headphones. Oh, also they're not super bassy like you'd think for something that like a company is super into like subwoofers for cars is where i knew kicker from and they're they're well balanced i mean the base is full and rounded and they just they still smell good after me doing this and everyone else's stinky head and i like i can i'm getting no bad smells from them after all that (laughs) uh panel gaps remember people bug tesla about the panel gaps when the doors don't always line up perfectly it's a new auto manufacturer fucking tight panel gaps
3: kicker audio Living
5: loud. I gotta tell you, these are amazing headphones. So please go out and purchase Kicker. These things are sweet. My studio headphones are like 400 bucks and they don't bleed. If you're a
0: musician out there and you record your music, you don't want any kind of bleed at all because, you know, the music bleeds through, it comes through on the microphone. And if you're a singer, that kind of sucks. Kicker
2: audio. Living loud. Living loud. We're living so loud. Yeah. Oh, and when you live so loud, And, like, it's things get moist, you know, and sometimes things grow in the moisture, and then you deal with it this way.
6: Dude wipes stink nuts. Oh, so gross. You just feel how gross. Yeah. You're like, you want somebody to go down on that? Like, or what is that? Is that swamp ass? Or, like, yeah, actually. You're like, you're like, you feel like you could just scoop the goop. That's, it's that's so, so gross. But that's what it feels like. Like, these girls don't understand what it's like the balls. So we have dude wipes to, they, clean to clean that up. And it totally helps, I'm not going to lie. You take a quick dude shower down there? For every awesome,
2: stanky, and highly questionable situation, quick dude shower. Dudeproducts.com. That's a thing. The dude shower. There's large format dude wipes that you can just wipe your whole system down. And uh, it's yeah, a good if time. you gotta,
0: you know, waking up late to work because you're out partying all night, mm-hmm. like we are wont to do sometimes, you, you know, you ain't got time for the full, the full shower ordeal.
2: Yeah, if you're living turned up, then, you know, dude yeah. shower. Anyway, do it. Enough about such things. Mention Radio to any of these folks. And good things happen to everyone and everyone involved. But also tell your friends. We hope you're pulling away some useful nuggets here. Share them with your buddies and your homies and your grandparents. And let's let's keep going. So let's build up that suspense. There's a moment now when we learn and grow together. That time is upon us. Behold.
0: All right. So this is. Have you guys have you guys seen that? Uh, like a, f- a few videos have come out where they take like. They taken like Obama or some other politician and basically like altered the footage and and just make them say whatever they want and like match the lips and they just alter it perfectly. Have you seen those? Yeah, it's, like it's a
1: CGI type thing.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like deep fakes.
0: Yeah, deep fakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like
2: I think it's in the deep fakes category, but sometimes people do face swaps for deep fakeness. Yeah. Anyway.
0: But there. Uh, yeah. So there's another one. Um, there's actually a website for this one. It's kind of interesting. It's called thispersondoesnotexist.com. And it's this uh, similar, but it's like an, an algorithm that just puts together a person's face that doesn't actually exist. And it just generates random faces all the time. And they look fucking real as fuck, man. Yeah, they like it's look like
2: someone that...
0: Yeah, like you would probably know.
2: But like what's looking... funny is like they probably actually look exactly like real people. Because yeah, we're no. all just swaps of folks anyway. Yeah, totally. Oh, wait, you're trying to show a picture. What am I...
0: Yeah, well, I, just, I mean... Oh, you're showing yeah. her.
2: And then I'm going to show these just real people. people,
0: but they're not. I don't know. It seems kind of, uh, seems kind of frightening technology. Like, How uh, far
2: down is that article real quick?
0: I don't remember, man. You're asking you me... You don't know
2: what you clicked on?
0: You're asking me hard questions, man.
2: No, so we're going to show these people this, uh, this crazy fakefaces.com That's this, not this, the right. Thing this person to go. does not.
0: This person does not exist. Dot com.
2: Oh, I'm just gonna go there dangerously. I'm <laughs> go. Yeah, just do it, man. Check it out. I've got this live. So
0: generate a bunch of random faces and what if you? If, if I if type this
2: URL in wrong and it's like something we get banned for, get ready. Whoa, that looks like. A, did you get the same like lady? Or no. is it just random every time? No,
0: it's random. Yeah, it just randomly generates uh, faces. You know
2: these. Okay, this person's bottom of his glasses give it away a little bit because his glasses disappear at the bottom, and there's like a miss movement right here. You guys can't see what I'm talking about. Huh?
0: No. Yeah, no. I mean, some, but there's like little, kid. little weird little details that that give it away. But at like a glance, I mean, you just look at it for a couple sec, you wouldn't know. Wow. You'd be like, "Who is that? Your cousin?"
2: These look like. Is that real... Johnny? I haven't this... seen Johnny in years. That's, that's kind of. I don't know. I feel like that's a different person's chin, barely. Know, it's kind of. It's
0: kind of like creepy to me, though. So far, all there.
2: of these, but the one glitch on the glasses, have looked dead on. Like, there's no way.
1: Listen, Even. I feel like this is technology that is going to um, catapult the catfish industry.
2: Whoa! Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: like think about that. Oh yeah, you know, I've been talking to this guy and like and then you try to like Google image search that person and nothing comes up. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, and then like you're like this has got to be a real person but it's like, you know, you're 65-year-old creepy up. neighbor down the road that's just, you know, trying to uh, trying to date you online so his friends yeah. think he's cool and stuff. But right. uh, for that, there's no real purpose for any of this technology, guys. <laughs> right? It really is not other so, yeah. than the f- abuse it and use it against people um You know, there's no real reason to have, uh, you know, uh, especially when they do it with famous people and politicians and stuff. Because that stuff is so real. And they could be going on there and saying a bunch of just dumb shit. And, you know, it's like people would just be like, listen, uh, I heard Obama today say, you know... uh, Death to America, and, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> and, and they'll believe it because, you know, unfortunately the society we live in, they're very naive, so they believe a lot of this stuff. So unfortunately for the people that came up with the software, it, they're opening like a Pandora's box of, of yeah. just like a conundrum <laughs> of, of, of confusion here. Okay? Oh, no,
2: we'll have to judge people by their repeated actions instead of the random stuff they say. <laughs> 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 we can't do that. What? Do this person next? like half loaded, she's got pixel mouth. <laughs> I just have to point that out. It's funny to me.
0: I, do, I wonder how many she times was, you have she to didn't do get that, vaccinated for that before. How it, did
2: this? How would a computer person think to make this person? Yeah, it's weird. They add like that scars. That person's and like complicated. Yeah,
1: like six or seven different profiles of middle-aged women, and they just mash them all together. That's but like I mean, somebody's mom right there. The
2: skin wrinkles are just like really suspiciously legit. Like,
1: so this just has an algorithm that comes up with these. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it just like generates these faces. It doesn't yeah, really go into scary. detail like you talk how it about does about
1: Facebook AI and, and this guy here and like said so stuff like this that makes that stuff possible like for like the world to be taken over by um uh computer generated uh uh characters and stuff. You know
2: who this will take over the world of dumb people uh, or people shallow people mind you that just like want to hear this fake person say what they want to hear people that actually get action done even if they look like a different race and a different gender every time they've got their face recreated they're going to have a certain profile and an identity that's consistent that they've verified that's going to have good or bad works so there's going to be a way there's gonna be vetting of people to some extent. I
1: think they should have a dating website for <laughs> really lonely people, and they just pick some weird algorithm person, and like they put all the characteristics you want in them, and you can FaceTime them and talk to them, and you know pay a monthly fee, and you just but have a long distance relationship. And, and yeah, the you're, whole time. you're technically in a long distance relationship, <laughs> which happens like all the time, anyways. But at least you're 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 satisfied with the fact that like this is like the person you really want. You know, you can pick and choose. They do this stuff over in Japan all the time, where they have the uh, the the real dolls and stuff like that. That they oh, yeah. can program them uh, uh, to do or say whatever they want, facial expressions, all that stuff. You know, I just see this technology here being kind of spun into like some weird, creepy dating app, uh, mm-hmm. where you know people who are uh, you know sheltered and and don't have very good social skills will go and like pick out. You know their, you know their favorite, you know looking person or whatever their attributes are, and and then they can like pay a monthly fee and then they call them and talk to them. I'm coming up with so many ideas on the show today, Watson. <laughs> I feel like I, I should copyright some of these things because that's such a, an ingenious idea right there. That if they didn't, if they use that for anything other than what I just discussed, they're fucking wasting their time. Here's what
2: I like <laughs> about this idea too. It sets people up that say. Are so unshallow that they really just want someone with a sexy personality for a sexy conversation. They don't yeah. care what kind of blob they look like and in real life. And the best
1: part is, is, you'll never run into them on the street because they no. don't exist.
2: Yeah, blobs can just like love each other electronically all day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, we are, got that love. Blob. We are coming up with some now, great ideas. No, like, that's Well, that, this
0: was. Uh, th- I mean, this was years ago, but for a period there was a service um, that would. It was like a fake Facebook girlfriend. Where you would like pay the service and they would create a fake profile of a girl and she would like interact with your Facebook page and stuff to like mm-hmm. make it look like you had a girlfriend. Until
1: you went to a party and everyone's like, "Hey, so where's Jessica?" at? Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh... Oh, she had to work late again. <laughs> yeah. Always working late. That Jessica. <laughs>
2: You find a real girl, and your friends are like, that dick, He ditched that other chick, like, fast. She was perfect for <laughs> this him. Just kicked her to the curb. She was perfect.
1: <laughs> and, then, and then your real girlfriend turns it around like, oh, yeah, so uh, you'd rather be with Jessica now? Or, you know. Oh,
2: yeah. You miss the old right Jessica there. days? She didn't ask you what you we were up to.
1: Right. Well, even
0: in, like, like you are saying in Japan, but they have, like, services where it's, like, rent a, a boyfriend. Or no, it's, like, rent a, a cuddler or something where someone just, like, comes and...
1: They come, they you. cuddle with you, and they'll listen to your problems. Yep, yep. And I'm going to tell you right now, in America, no willing and able man would ever sign up for that shit. Okay, <laughs> no, no man. Med- listen, you could pick any broad off the road, and she'll sit and tell you all her problems and may force you to cuddle her. Okay, but for some reason, in in that particular foreign country, they have—I don't know what they call that—where they have yeah. the lack of, like, the ratio of men to women. Um, ah. uh, I guess there's the women overpopulate the the male uh, population there, oh, and okay. so it's and I, or it's vice versa. It's one of those. There's two. a
2: cuddler deficiency,
1: right? So there is a deficiency where there's more women than men. So there's a there's a market for that type of thing, but um, you know, I don't know if I've been willing to pay somebody it, without that emotional connection to them. You're not not paying them to
2: cuddle. You're not paying them for the cuddling. You're paying them to stop at cuddling. You're paying them to leave after the cuddling is done. Because, like, you can find, as a woman in America, you can find lots of dudes to cuddle you. The hard part is to get them to, like, stop at cuddling. Just, like, leave that, like, leave it at cuddling
1: yeah like, okay. I can see where you 're getting at there, so it 's yeah. kind of like a like a low end like soft porn kind of uh it's like you get your like prostitution ring where it's like you're not really doing anything other than the cuddling aspect and then you get the fuck out when you're done more like paying yeah. for
2: a massage you 're paying for the professionalism it 's an experienced cuddle. And also the massage—you are paying for an experience. Any dude you can get to massage you as a lady, but you want an experienced massage, and you want it to just just be that kind of massage. And then
1: like the you want
2: it to be like an internal massage. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if uh, you know, if it comes down Unless to it at it. the end of that yeah. massage, it might turn into a little internal extraction. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, <laughs> i bet that happens. Not as often as people want it to, though.
1: <laughs> in this town, it does, baby. We're yeah. in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Happy endings on every corner in Chinatown. Right. I ain't gonna fucking lie.
2: Well, it like that? My... Brings us to our next sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Happy feet. Yeah. Yeah, my buddy Sash parlor. Yeah, this
0: dude. He's like, no, no, man. If you want to have, you got to go to the one with the feet on the window. That's that's really? how Really, you know. it's the foot
1: ones. Yeah, it's always the feet ones, guys. Whoa. The what best is, way to a woman's vajayjay v- v- is through her feet. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. Oh. Okay,
2: it's a true story. That's I don't know. That so never confirmed,
0: but just, just yeah, rumors.
2: You try just test it, it for try yourself. It. Yeah. Try it. Ask everyone. You
1: go straight for the feet. You're in, dog.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, that's the por- portal.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, I'm telling you right now. Talk to a woman. What's the first thing she says when she gets home from work? Oh, my feet are so tired. I'm sore. I just, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Real talk,
2: though. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah. right. It's a true story. That right? uh, sucks yeah. to be you, maybe. Well, so, she I don't just... know how
1: many women you have on the show, Lawson, but uh, I feel like you need. All to of die- them have
2: enjoyed foot rubs from me.
1: I can <laughs> ol- I can only imagine. Yeah, you need to have a more. You you'd need to have it, but I'm not gonna lie. I think any woman enjoys a foot rub. But what I'm saying is, is that you need you know you need to get more of the women's uh, opinions on things like this because I'll tell you right now, uh, you, you don't know until you try it. Okay? Yeah. It's true. You got to try it before you
2: knock it. No, try sorry. it out.
0: <laughs>
1: All right.
2: That's thick. This is a weird one. I can't... That's some can't, thick, fake faces. I
0: can't decide if this one is, is fake or not. I feel like it is satire, but it's like that double satire where it's like, this isn't satire. <laughs> so this
2: might be fake news that we're about to share. Yeah. Keep in mind. Sweet.
0: Because the first line is, this sounds fake, but really, it's not. And that just, that's like that... Super, that's suspicious. That's that deepfake stuff. But
2: is this the Daily Mail?
0: No. It's okay. Just some random one I found. I don't. I don't even remember <laughs> where. But uh, just a warning of in South Carolina, authorities are advising citizens that it is entirely possible and probable that people will see the lizard man. Oh yeah. And or Bigfoot. During the Great American Eclipse.
2: This is presented so seriously. Like, there's going to be this eclipse, and we really want people in this region, our citizens, to not be concerned if they see either a lizard person or a Bigfoot. So don't panic. Don't bother the cops. It's okay. There's lizard people, by the way. Don't be concerned about them.
0: Right. Well, the, the police department had to send out this message. After watching this video, and it has a video attached of something that could be possibly Bigfoot off in the distance, and it does. after watching this video from nearby Boone, North Carolina, I think we can say with some confidence that proof of Bigfoot still eludes us. If you see Bigfoot, please do not shoot at him or her, as you'll most likely be wounding a fun-loving and well-intentioned person sweating in a gorilla costume.
2: Oh, so it's just such a common thing for people to go out in costumed <laughs> pretend to that be they're bigfoot. They're like, hey, don't freak, it's really just freaks. Okay. <laughs> to like
0: perpetuate the Bigfoot myth. This I guess.
2: Yeah, apparently this makes sense. This is good for a, a like a law enforcement uh, department of a city to be aware to warn their citizens that like we're not saying there's real lizard people. We're just saying there's lizard people though. Yeah. And, like, you'll it was shoot like the a picture human. Don't the, shoot him.
0: The picture of the like photo of the lizard man—it's totally a costume. <laughs> totally, there's there's no doubt about Why it. Why
1: are people putting themselves at risk of being captured, tortured, shot, maimed, and killed? The laws. Yeah, but that's some dark ass shit right there, bro. I mean. <laughs> You got to think about this. Uh, I think the stories of Bigfoots and Yetis and stuff stem back for thousands of years throughout, like, you know, uh, his, uh, like uh, cultural stories and stuff, right? And so you have to realize something. Somebody had to have seen something. There's got to be something out there, right? So
2: you're saying there's got to be some OG lizard man?
1: There's an OG lizard man. There's definitely a, a Sasquatch out there somewhere. I don't think it's in America, though. Um, I think if it's anywhere, it's going to be in Russia, uh, <laughs> you know, um, the, the Eastern, uh, Hem- or, uh, the, the Russian area that would have called that. There the, would uh, be
2: like a community of them, the Eastern Bloc. It has to
1: be. Listen, where do you, where do you just see one Yeti? There's gotta be a Yeti family. Yeah, there's no one? way that there's like 500 Yeti sightings over the course of the United States every year. And you're only seeing one at a time. <laughs> it's the same one. He Is it the same, the same one? He walks the entire
0: United, United States they, every year. Are they
1: all on the same? Like, they, do they all know? Like, we're after them. Do they all know that? Like, it's cool not to hang out during the daytime. Are there rules to being a Bigfoot or a Yeti or a Lizard Man? I just feel like if these people of these creatures were among us. It would obviously be well-documented. We would know about it. The government definitely would have killed them a long time ago (laughs) because they are a direct threat to our survival. Absolutely. It would be a
0: reality TV show right now. (laughs) Like, an actual, like, not just uh, Finding Bigfoot, but it would be a much better reality TV show. Yeah, (laughs) I
1: enjoyed (laughs) Harry and the Hendersons when I was a kid. Oh, I love that. Yeah, God, dude, that was, like, one of the greatest movies. And I think everybody kind of got, like, Bigfoot fever over that, you know? And and then also, uh, you know, back in the '60s, when that that film came out, where the grainy film of the the yet uh, Bigfoot walking on the beach, you know, the one that's very highly disputed. This is they a pretty always film. always analyze that, yeah. like on the Discovery Channel, at least once a year. There's somebody just breaking down the film, like yeah. freaking frame by frame, and the same film. Yeah, the same damn film, you know. If this if this was a rampant issue and a problem throughout the United States and the and the world, trust me, we would know about it. And for people that dress up and go out there, your ass gonna get shot. Okay, yeah, like I'm, at, your, I'm just saying, you know what I mean. A, Same thing as if you right. dress up as a clown and go out in the middle of Forbes with some balloons. Trust me, dude, I'm shooting your ass. <laughs> Absolutely, you dead.
2: <laughs> I guess we just generally shouldn't shoot mythical creatures, uh, even if we think it's not a person inside. Say it's really a lizard man. Why would you shoot it then, too? Why can't we meet him? Why can't we have dinner?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's the, maybe they're the, cool. The internal human fear factor there. Oh, I mean, I, was, I see regular I was,
2: lizards and I'm not like, ooh, I want to stomp it. I'm like, cool. All right, what a lizard? about spiders? Yeah.
1: What if there's a giant Spider Man? Oh, wait, hold on. That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a man, man spider. Uh, let me read, let me, yeah, man spider. Okay, there was Spider Man. <laughs> that's so. what they call me, the yeah, man I mean, spider. I mean, if you found a, uh, a, a huge spider, you wouldn't want to kill it. I mean, it's just, it's, some people are scared of other things. No, you're, you're right not, about the inclination
2: you know? for sure. Yeah. But so. well, what if the man
0: spider is just out like, keeping the man fly away
2: <laughs> and man, man fly is a
0: huge dick right so oh, he's doing man. he's doing a good he's, he's helping everyone out It's like right. trust me you don't want to meet this guy right he never fucking leaves <laughs>
2: right. this website is crazy yeah it's hilarious man this is the most evil US government experiences on humans <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting into that no but. no
0: we should though that's for another we should do a conspiracy episode sometime just lay it out on people
2: that, pic- that website was so crazy that it crashed. Chrome <laughs> was just like, I can't even handle this.
0: All right. So this is a really interesting article. Because I've, I've, felt, I've felt this in my bones for a long time. But these guys are doing research on just uh, sleep patterns, I guess, and how they relate to the, the normal 9 to 5 work day. And they're finding that people like myself who have a hella hard time going to sleep at night, uh, people's brains are just different, basically. And some people like to stay up late. And they're just urged to do so by their brains. And uh, that's natural for them. And then some people like to, uh, you know, there's, there's some loonies out there who like to go to bed early and get up early. I don't know what the fuck y'all are doing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, but anyways, he's like kind of pushing for more flexibility. And we should be more open-minded about 9 to 5 workday. All I'm saying is I don't like getting up early.
2: No. That's the main point. And we have, we live in a society, the end. But, like, where things don't have to be on the same schedule, everything's lined up for multiple schedules to exist. So, it's not like so
1: it's, I think we're spoiled. I, I think the nine to five work schedule uh, applies to everybody outside the this, this state because in Nevada, people don't even know what day it is, and they yeah, work that's true. five, six, seven, eight. They could be working eight, nine, ten days in a row, uh, all different types of shifts. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. In my job, I work 10-hour days, and I can go to work as early as 7 a.m., and I could be there as late as 3 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's hard because it, with sleep, especially in you know, the human brain, is uh, consistency has got to be the most valuable thing to a human when it comes to sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you have a nine to five job, which I don't know whose job starts at nine and ends at five, some people's do, but most people start off at of really early in the morning and you know how people say, Oh, I'm a morning person. Or, you're not a morning person or this or that, you know, that's, you know, the uh, chemical makeup in your brain of, uh, how you're going to respond to, uh, having either five hours of sleep or eight hours of sleep or 10 hours of sleep or however many, I mean, last night I didn't get home till, you know, four o'clock in the morning and, uh. I was rudely awakened at 6.30 to uh, help somebody get ready for work, and then I had nice. to go back to sleep for another six hours. So it's just different how you your sleep patterns are and how you break things up in the course of the day and how and how you fall asleep and, and all those things. Sleep's so important, though. It's oh, yeah, so important. for sure. Um, if you're not getting seven, to eight hours a day, I feel bad for you, A, and... The second thing is, is you know, we're in America. We work ourselves to death. You look at European countries where they take three-hour breaks in the middle of the day to hang out and eat lunch and take a nap and right. all that stuff. They got the life. Yeah. Like, us here, we're modern-day, uh, you know, um, m- mechanical animals, so to speak. You know, we, we don't have to sleep at a certain time or wake up at a certain time. Uh, if we don't want to or if we don't have to.
4: Yeah, so.
2: people are, businesses are paying people to sit around and waste productivity because they're hiring people for jobs that don't require eight hours of work a day, but they're still important. Maybe they're just six hours a day important. Yeah, Maybe 30 hours a week is fine to make a living off of. I would rather um, be less rich and work less hours which is a really way, weird way to frame that because I don't have enough hours or money. But <laughs> um, if, given the choice, if I'm, if I'm making enough to be comfortable to afford 10 hours more a day to myself not working, that flexibility should be available. It shouldn't be so rigid to have to be these specific hour spans to get a job at all in certain categories. And, and it's it's waste of productivity. Another thing, that we can look forward to that's compatible with that is that uh, in all of the dreariness about robots taking everyone's jobs, and and to preface this, this is becoming more of a concern than just the Industrial Revolution and factory workers and factory machines taking all the factory jobs away and the, the, the loss of factories even uh, doing production in America as much uh, and all the jobs that that's lost. I think the solution is not to start making objects again and start bringing back manufacturing in the United States and just say, well, everyone should just pay more for their products. A better solution is what the millennials are doing in becoming the largest segment of the population generationally in America soon to become, if not already making that uh, transition. This is a group of people that is valuing experiences over objects. So, that solves everything when you have this more evolved point of view because it is actually true the way the human mind works. There's multiple advantages in spending the same amount of money on an experience versus an object. Because even though you get to keep that object later, it becomes obsolete. You see friends with better versions of the objects. It loses its uh, its coolness a tool is different invest in tools that's great that's you make money with tools or, or make art make experiences with tools but sp- otherwise spending money on experiences which a tool can be part of that anyway it's a side thing so these money money spent on experiences is money that you can't uh money going to people with jobs that you can't replace with robots you're not going to have uh Everyone involved in a tourism hub uh, and uh, making experiences happen, whether they're performers, um, servers, uh, guides, uh, security, there's a million jobs that just blossom that are lower skilled jobs to replace lower skilled jobs that we've lost in um, factories as tourism builds, as the experience economy grows. And it's only going more that direction.
1: Good point. Okay, um, I like the facts about you know this uh, the millennial generation as far as uh, them being more in tune with the experience, which is which is true. But at the same time, let me just make a, a broad point. Okay, so you're worried about you know they go out for the experiences. But 90% of the time, what are they doing while they're trying to experience something? They're recording it on their phone. Yeah. They're on social media posting it. This I, helps I, I walk into a restaurant and they're all taking pictures of their food. They're, they're, they think that they are in the moment and that they're enjoying these things. But really, they're out of touch and they're supplementing that with their electronic devices by thinking that I can go back and relive that moment and that feeling and that time. But you weren't in that moment and feeling yeah. because you were seeing things through the lens of your phone or you were taking pictures of it. You were not able to enjoy it. The thing with uh, – especially I think um, old uh, people of our age, you know, like mid-30s, mm-hmm. late-20s is – You know, we didn't have that luxury of having uh, electronics at our fingertips. Uh, This was something that just kind of uh, uh, rolled out maybe in between 10, 15 years ago. Uh, So when I would go to a concert, one of my favorite things was, my favorite experience of the concert was getting as close to the stage as I could. But now you don't have to because you have a phone that can This is great, though.
2: Because think about how few people can get close to the stage, yet how many more people can zoom. For one thing. Another thing is... It's the
1: opportunity to be able to put yourself at the front of the stage. What I'm saying is it's taking advantage of the opportunities that you have when you have them. But
2: this is a great problem. I'm not disagreeing that this is a problem. But it's the better problem to have than to have uh, the hedonic treadmill of gaining possessions... And the same ranking happens, except your friends might care once about your possession. But if you go on a cool trip with cool pictures, people might genuinely enjoy seeing them, more likely than they'll see some stuff you bought. Not only that, but you actually can relive feelings you've had from pictures you've had of experience, making that experience more lastingly valuable. And also, the spirit of competition and kind of gamifies those stats that you get for posting these cool experiences—you go to the owl cafe and pose with an owl in Japan. Though the that whole experience, as shallow as it might be, is so much better than a materialism kind of shallowness because it, it's
1: all based on how people uh, look at personal fulfillment. Though. Yeah,
2: but it's you a know, much that's, better. If that's
1: fulfilling to you, then do yeah. it but it's what's,
2: more likely to stay fulfilling than an object is given one or the other. Like people are going to do something hedonistic and, and self promoting. They're going to do it anyway. And the, uh,
1: and the best point you but made, was, this is
2: something more lasting and builds more economy.
1: The best point you made is investing in tools mm. and not possessions, which yeah. is, is, is something that I think people get away from because you look at things like designer clothing and shoes and cars <laughs> and things like that, as opposed to, new laptops, phones that are compatible with most devices, um, and and tools that will enrich your experience. Um, I think people, um, are, are, they, they look at possess uh, or tangible possessions nowadays, either as a way to boost their social status Mm -hmm. or to enrich their cultural status. um, or to give somebody that experience, you know, of, oh, hey, yeah. look at me. Look at all this money I got. Look at all the stuff I can buy, this, this, and that. <laughs> and then people can vicariously live through those people because That's they don't cool. have those things. Um, but at the same time, I think that, um, I, I think, yes, uh, people should put down their phones or devices um, yeah. when it comes to certain uh, experiences. Because you're in, in my mind, when people are taking pictures, people always ask me all the time, why aren't you take why won't you take a picture of this? Why don't you this? Bro, my brain is the picture taker. Yeah. And anytime I want to recall that, what if I drop my phone in the water? Or what if something happens in my to my Facebook account? You know, <laughs> I have those, I have those memories stored inside my brain. That's the most powerful computer than anything that ever exists on this planet. Yeah. And it's proven. And that's I don't the thing. Disagree. You gotta expand your brain power, mm. bro. And when it comes to working, <laughs> I just last thing, just last thing, because uh, I, you got me on it. You yeah. got me on one. Okay, when it comes to working. You know, AI and, and computers and me- uh, mechanical things that could take our jobs are not a bad thing. What is are the corporations that own those machines that are willing to shut us down economically and not provide us with the um, the monetary things or the the monies that we need to go ahead and support ourselves. Uh, by that, which I mean is, if you let the companies take over and replace people with robots instead of. Going in and let's say the company allows you to buy in stock options to own your own robot that you own that produces those things and you get a stipend from that without having to work as hard. I feel like that's the It's like giving
2: a loan to the corporation and then you get to pull this corporate move as a little person and make money on an investment just by pooling your investment with a bunch of little people. That's a really neat idea. Yeah, I dig that, that that it's that's a kind of micro investing that we don't really see a good example of that could no, be no. You part know, It's because so, so many big
1: companies own uh, everything, and um, you know, if they decide they're going to cut costs, and uh, the first thing they do is when they get rid of manual labor. Because it's a high-dollar commodity, uh-huh. you have to insure it. You have to give it benefits. You have to, um, you know, uh, make sure that they're paying their taxes. All of those things. So why not for a company uh, low ma- to to want to go low maintenance to have um, a robot or something initiate uh, the production and then leave. Um, what they would consider to be um, the liability uh, off to the side, which yeah. is the humans. In we are the liability. The, the, the whole initial
2: thing. the initial investment on the robot is so high, but the long term benefits are great. So if you have humans help the company with that initial investment to then get interest on the corporation using the robot you adopted,
1: right? It's totally you a job. You own the robot. You are yeah. the robot. <laughs> it's you. You. You bought. Let's just say you bought a robot that can do your job. Yeah. And then what happens is they pay you to use your robot.
2: I love this because it's part of this reframing of the issue of not like, okay, we're going to lose jobs. No, or there's not going to be any jobs. That's not the problem. The problem is people not having any income. Yeah, if you yeah. can have income with something you don't consider a job, even if it functions as a job, Everyone and then, wins. what is it? The first thing
1: your boss talks to you about when you fuck up at your job is your efficiency level. Mm. You can't. A, a robot is always going to be efficient. It's going to do the same thing every time without any sort of uh, uh, differentiating of, of each job. So, if you program the robot to do something every time the same way, human error is never going to be an issue. Mm. 90% of all problems that occur inside the workplace yeah. are attributed to human error.
2: So it's inevitable. We can't just say don't make robots, have people do all the robot jobs forever. It's silly. <laughs> but we can move to a society where people do different stuff for work. And lots of times it's going to be something social that requires a human element. So social skills are going to be big. But sometimes if someone's really not good in person social, those same social uh, experience, like. Uh, they can be social in a chat thing and customer service online is big. Uh, companies need more and more people on those chat things that pop up to give you the personal help with the website. We're getting less automation and customer service. And I'm not saying everyone's going to have to do customer service, but there's going to be more well, work I think for they'll entertainers
1: that too. They'll find mm. a way to have a sympathetic and, and, and charismatic robot to, to work you through the, why your windows 10 won't open. It's, you know. uh, Yeah, that's true.
2: That is a thing. There's a lot of that going on. So,
1: you know, as as much as you hate to see it or or (laughs) things going on around you, um, you know, it, it, technology is just the wave of the future. It's either going to engulf us and take us over or or it's going to take us under as human beings, or we could use it to our benefit, uh, and reap the, the, uh, uh, the money uh, aspect of it to be able to survive in this world.
2: Yeah, and it definitely is going to take <laughs> some paying attention to things and not just jumping to uh, like kill all the robots or some crazy stuff. Anyway, did we go over the we did. six o'clock it's break? Time. Yeah, you guys, I've got something for you. Get ready, check this fella out.
3: From top to bottom. The Golden Tiki is the most interesting bar in Las Vegas. It has so many hidden treasures inside that you need to go again and again just to take in the great decor you may have missed the first time. The talking Tiki who puts on a show over the bar, or the black velvet paintings that tell the story of the pirate William Tobias Faulkner and his influence on the bar. You gotta love the tiki-inspired ashtrays, including those that blow smoke when you leave a cigarette inside. Hey, don't steal them, that's not cool. Grab some friends and order the treasure chest used for the $499 VIP service, or the $35 Scorpion Bowls, or $45 Zombie Punches. The skeleton that puts on his own show. Or the waterfall. The lucky tiki you need to rub. The twinkle lights. I could go on and on, but just come down to the Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road and experience the hidden hideaway for yourself. Did I mention that the Golden Tiki you should look for the Easter eggs hidden throughout the bar? Return and you'll most likely discover new things you didn't notice before. Like Wilson hanging out behind the bar. Or Bigfoot's footprint. The Golden Tiki 3939 Spring Mountain Road.
2: I love this commercial so much
3: yeah, it's great. Don't I, steal the ashtrays
2: There's something you rub its belly there's yeah, so many man. things to discover in that commercial alone, let alone the golden Tiki itself but man I it's just it's a place so cool that in the in the ad itself they have to warn you ask you to please don't steal the ashtrays
0: I know you haven't even seen them and then you're just oh Golly. I mean you have to go just to see the ashtrays like you hear that and you're like, oh yeah. All right, I got to see these. All right. Like, <laughs> who wants to steal an ash? They're just those little ugly black things. You know, who cares about that? No, no, know man. These are some motherfucking ashtrays. You're
2: going to have a really difficult time not stealing yeah. the ashtray there.
0: Yeah, they had to start chaining them to the bar, man.
2: GPS in them.
5: All <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Scott Griffin. And then my buddies here, Smash Magazine. Check it out.
5: Hey, Radio Vegas listeners, looking for some great live performances? Well, check out these shows brought to you by Smash Magazine. On February 17th at Brooklyn Bowl, Be Like Max, La Resistencia, Drinking Water, Matamosca, Desert Island Boys, and our very own Junior Ska Boss and Selective Scream will be spinning from Viva Ska Radio. February 20th at 172 Dalton and the Sheriffs. March 9th at Backstage Bar and Billiards, I'd Set to Kill. Set to stun. April 3rd at Backstage Bar and Billiards, Sabrina Beniam with Clementine Von Rudin. April 6th at Backstage Bar and Billiards, Mastiff, Tape, Circus Sick, Side Effect, and Volterum. April 13th at Backstage Bar and Billiards, Neverending Last Words, Hidden Scars, Quez Omega Rez, and the DRP. April 18th at Backstage Bar and Billiards, MERS, Locksmith, and Kojo. April 28th at Eagle Airy Hall, Secrets, Navarro Guilty by Design. Travelers, Love Shark, and Awaken I Am. May 9th at Backstage Bar and Billiards, Combi Christ, Silver Snakes, and Embrace My Darkest Fear. May 10th at Backstage Bar and Billiards, Hub City Stompers, The Escapers, Wolfhams, and Muertos Heist. June 1st at Backstage Bar and Billiards, Bright Light Social Hour, and Swim. How do you get tickets for these shows? Well, that's easy. If you're going to be going to the Brooklyn Bowl, get your tickets at Ticketfly.com. For tickets to shows at 172, go to Ticketmaster.com. And for Backstage Barn Billiards and the Eagle Airy Hall, you can get your tickets at Eventbrite.com.
2: Oh, man. Triple B is so cool. We've, we were just talking about how we've played there a few times. And there's like a bookshelf behind the stage. And the green room is behind there. And you enter and exit the stage as the talent to go to the green room and back through this moving bookshelf door. Like the secret bookshelf oh, passage. Yeah? Nice. It is freaking cool. So yeah, holla, Smash Magazine. Anyway, perfect, perfect fun. Like, commercials there to come back. Oh, oh man. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> oh over. good lord. Speaking of commercials, this is kicker. That sponsor. I keep flashing this thing because it is just such a killer Bluetooth speaker. It's called the Bullfrog, and you can just really club people with it. There's a not that I'm advocating that naturally, but, but if you had
0: to, you could Self defense, yeah. Big
2: old battery. You can charge your phone off of it, or you can put this. Rubber in front of there and, and dip it in the pool all, all day it's extremely water resistant lasts a really long time there's even a tripod stand on the bottom what? this is just you could use this as a PA this thing is we've killed this room with this thing this is like one of the main things we listen to music in this room with and there's like PA speakers under the table and this bullfrog like I don't even notice when it's that in some of the PA speakers it's crazy sounds hyperbolic sounds like I'm full of baloney but you're not going to be pissed at this blue Bluetooth Speaker situation. It's a good, it's a good deal. It's a good deal. You know what I'm saying. You like it. So, suspensefully, we return with.
6: Yeah, a we, little, got a, we got a little uh, lighthearted, fun one
2: in here. Lighthearted, fun one happens yeah. right now.
0: So it was. uh It was everyone's favorite holiday yesterday, if you want to call it a holiday, even. Oh Is yeah! Shout out
2: up? to Chris and Josh, by the way. Thanks what for up, playing y'all? in the chat.
0: Um. But this El Paso Zoo was offering a service where you can pay to have a cockroach named after your ex, and then they will feed that cockroach to a meerkat live on webcam, and it was broadcast. So if you got some really, you know, you got some just pent-up feelings that you need to to get them out, you got to exercise the demons, you know, exercise those demons right into a cockroach. And feed it to a meerkat. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it's, that's a cool idea to raise some money for the zoo. I, I can dig it. And, like, who cares about cockroaches, really?
1: I mean, the, the sad part is, is why are you feeding cockroaches to the meerkats, man?
2: They love them. I'm I, like,
1: never, I watch Meerkat Manor all the time, bro. I'll never see them eat no cockroaches.
2: Is that kind of like a low-budget meal?
1: I feel like that's a inhumane way to feed a meerkat. It looks like
2: they <laughs> like them. Like I Googled meerkat because I was like, NPR, you can't afford to put with my national public radio money a picture of a meerkat in this article. You can't like use the free. No, because it's owned
1: by AP and they don't want copyright infringement. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's probably AP's article.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no. I just so okay. So I Googled meerkat, and like next to a picture of a meerkat, there's like some roaches. So apparently,
1: okay, so maybe that's a drug of choice. They definitely like bugs.
2: Oh, you know what, though? It's from CBC's, art, like, someone else's article on the same thing. On the same they, thing. They got okay. pictures of cockroaches and meerkats for their article. Thanks, CBC. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we also judge other people's media on our media. That's, That's what fair. What we do. That's
1: fair. Yeah, why not?
2: We, we review news. We're like news reviewers. That's a funny, like, way to frame our format. Yeah, I'm happy we have a format, y'all. That's why you got to tell your friends and neighbors, "Greasy Conversation." They finally have a format. Check it out, season three. (laughs) Season
1: one, we were a little bit on the fence about the format. Okay, (laughs) we've ironed out the uh, the kinks, and uh, now we're rolling steady with the uh, format. Yes.
2: No, no, no offense to some of our guests in season one, though. We had some of the best guests on that one. Could, longer, you th- Gotta have again. <laughs>
1: Could you think of somebody in your life that you just genuinely don't like, um, and in their honor, their dishonor, name a cockroach after them, and then have that fed to a meerkat? Do you have anybody in your life? I mean, let's just think about this. This, this is, is a great s- question. Game time. Yeah. Okay, oh, so
2: holler at us in the chat. Who would you like to name a cockroach after? Um to have a meerkat eat that cockroach. Look at that sweet meerkat's face. Look at his smiley, dignified little gentleman. <laughs> he looks like he has a haircut, like uh like the guy that, like in a Dickens novel, that's not the mean guy or the guy that's like putting up with it. His hair is like parted over. <laughs> it's like flustered and trying to be dignified. Yes, Mister Scrooge. Yes, right. that guy. That's this meerkat right now.
1: Meerkats are cute. He's
2: a fucking gentlemanly. They're feisty gentleman, little like.
1: animals too. I don't doubt that they would eat a cockroach and. To be honest with you, now that I know they need cockroaches, I might get a meerkat for the house. Cause yeah, I get could, her done. Because you know, this You're town's right. got roach problems, bro. Like, you wouldn't believe. I don't think I've right. ever lived in a town that, that more, I've ever seen more cockroaches in my life. <laughs> That's just disgusting. Well, they come
2: from all over the world.
1: They do, but for some reason in this town... Uh, they even, all move here. Yeah, they, they, they love they, it. They pop up They're everywhere. It. Oh, it's gross. So they got to
0: get their gambling on.
2: Can I be like a contrarian here and just, just to be controversial, name the cockroach after someone that like a lot of people like, like name the cockroach like Gandhi or something messed up?
0: Yeah, go for it, man.
1: Yeah, why not? I name mean, mine. you're paying for the right to name the cockroach. Yeah. I mean, this is a service. I mean, this is a service. The zoo is is providing for their guests. You know, if uh, you know, you wanted to be controversial, you know, let's name them uh,
2: Bob Vila uh, from this old house,
1: Bob, uh, Bob Ross, Bob Vila, <laughs> Mandela,
2: Norm Abram uh, from the New Yankee Workshop. Rest huh? in peace. <laughs> you guys remember Norm Abram in the New Yankee Workshop? No. Yeah. On right after Home Again. Nope. Man, did I watch those kind of shows. This is before TLC when just like the Are
1: you talking about PBS?
2: Yeah, this is old PBS though, like when I was a kid.
1: Oh my god. I remember this old house. Yeah, it was right right after this uh, old house can was And can cook. That yes. was my jam, bro. Oh my god, that can guy cook, was cook. the bomb, dude. You know what I watch now on and PBS? So can you? Yeah, what I watch now on PBS is oh. uh Cook's County.
2: Oh. That's
1: a, a good whole job. County.
2: I bet the food's great in that county.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe it's Cook's Country. I'm not sure. I, I get uh, words confused with letters <laughs> and stuff. Anyway, so they 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 make things like food related items, but like the best way possible. Like they te- it's like uh it's a spinoff of America's Test Kitchen. I don't know if you ever used to watch that show. Oh, but that's an actually, awesome yeah, show. Well, and we're just nerd nerding out right now over some PBS shit when we're supposed <laughs> to be talking about cockroach no, and beer cats.
2: No. It's more delicious. Yeah. That's relatable.
1: If you' Okay, so here's the deal. So you've heard cockroaches can be uh, milked, right? What? Let's get off topic. I haven't. Real I haven't, quick. I haven't no.
2: You never. You I never heard, heard of that.
1: cockroach milk?
2: No. Oh no,
1: no. Uh, yeah, no. Please let. Uh, please bring that up in your I've, next. I uh, stepped your next on show. them and
2: seen like the junior mint situation inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: Oh, you can definitely confuse a cockroach with a junior man. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but there is a real thing where cockroach milk actually produces more protein than any milk that derives from any other mammal on an animal on the planet. I think they an animal that
2: lactated. This is a Damn. true
1: story, guys. Look it
2: up. Okay, okay, although most cockroaches don't actually produce milk, uh, this punctate, which is only known, which is the only known cockroach to give birth to live young has been shown to pump out a type of milk containing protein crystals to feed its babies. So it's this one type of cockroach that has a... Uh, di- Diplopatera ploppy. Old ploppy. So an old <laughs> ploppy cockroach.
1: Old ploppy cockia. Yeah. Mm.
2: See, if you see those old ploppies, you get that ploppy milk. Ooh.
1: I'm just saying, you know, they give cockroaches a bad rap, but these things have been around longer than we have, and, and they're just going to continue to thrive.
2: This particular cockroach... Kind of looks fish-like. Like I think it looks more edible than other cockroaches. Oh, gross. If, oh, if it weren't for the pokey legs, it <laughs> looks like a like a lump of salmon.
0: Okay. Oh god. Fair enough. So well, sometimes you see what you want to see.
2: The fact that an insect produces milk is pretty fascinating, but what really fascinated research is is the fact that a single one of these. Protein crystals contains more than three times the amount of energy found in an equivalent amount of buffalo milk, which is also higher in calories than regular. There you milk. go. So we should be starting with Bro, buffalo I'm milk to begin facts with. i
1: up in here. I mean, I've heard this story like a while back, but when any time somebody talks about feeding cockroaches to poor meerkats, you know, all I have to say is why not feed it to your ex? It's <laughs> really going to be a health, a beneficial health uh, thing for I them. I think that's the point protein. across a lot better. A lot of protein. I, I feel that. like they should. Yeah, that should be the the catch all of the of the uh, uh, the cockroach uh, stories. You get to name it after your ex, and then you secretly ask her out to dinner, and you feed it to her or him. Damn, yeah,
0: that's, dude, that's tasty.
1: That's savage, bro. Savage. Yes. Yeah. We're using <laughs> cliches now, dog.
2: <laughs> uh, I thought one of these would be more slicey. Here. We go. Okay, so I've got another chunk on this uh, with the suspenseful footsteps. So clearly milking a cockroach isn't the most feasible option. So an international team of scientists um, headed by this stem cell situation and regenerative med- medicine in India. They decided to sequence the genes responsible for producing the milk protein crystals to see if they could somehow replicate them in the lab. So there's going to be like these cockroach tits just like in a beaker. You
1: think about like a cockroach <laughs> with some big old nips on it?
2: Yeah, we're going to have to make... Well, no, we're going to just, just make stem Wait, cells turn into... The
1: cockroach ju- pretty much looks like a giant nip
2: anyway. Yeah, right? so it'll, it'll be just the nips. It'll be like a tabletop covered in cockroach nips Ooh. that'll just seep And some, like, trowel will just, like, get the milk off there. But
1: in India, where there's a big uh, deficiency of nutrition because they don't eat uh, the large cow population because of their Hindu backgrounds. It's a way to get some protein, yeah. I can see that being a viable source of protein. And that's evolution at its best, folks, okay? That's being able to take a source... That is very plentiful and finding a nutritional value in it and then milking it, essentially, <laughs> no pun intended,
2: no, uh, great. to
1: be able to uh, supply nutrients for a whole country. Think about it. You don't want to kill cows, but you'll milk a couple cockroaches. Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: it's milk hour. I'm, I'm surprised, Sorry.
0: though, that that Woz's idea of just like naming <laughs> naming cockroaches after like famous figures wasn't actually a thing, just given how the Internet always is.
2: I know. You'd think they'd be like tragically feeding these meerkats like Princess Diana. Wait,
1: wait, so where is the zoo at again?
0: Uh, It was in El Paso.
1: El Paso, Texas? Texas? Okay. All right.
0: Maybe no one heard about it and they're like, "Eh, who cares?
2: That's Spanish for the Paso. (laughs) 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 Back to the footsteps. I I really, I've been saying this for three seasons. I do need to label the buttons. (laughs) But I do know that we've got some suspense right here. Edit. Behold. Is this a new topic? This works better with the voice. Behold. New topic. I don't know. When you have headphones and you do like a, you get rich, you, you dig in there and you get that proximity effect. That's when the, the stingers really have the, that's it's pro tip you guys.
0: <laughs> All right. We can do another, uh, guess, guess where this happened real quick.
2: Guess where this happened. Now is the moment.
0: So, (laughs) where am I? (laughs) (laughs) This this woman goes to her favorite her favorite restaurant, right? She wants to get a a nice juicy burger, Mm. right? So upon arriving, she requests said burger, and person working behind the counter says, "I'm sorry, ma'am, we ran out of patties." Right? So you're like, "Ah, damn, that sucks. Maybe I'll come back earlier tomorrow," right? Like a normal person. No, no, no woman comes back with a baseball bat and busts in their, the, the windows of their storefront in, in protest of them running out of patties.
2: And uh, she got away. She got away? Yeah. Do we know the
1: assailant's name? No. Damn it. No. That'll tell me a little bit about where this might be. Yeah, no. I'm going to go with anywhere there's a meth epidemic...
2: Yeah, people um, just get away when they bash out. I'm gonna say somewhere in the Midwest,
1: business. either Tennessee, West Virginia, or Ohio. Man,
2: yeah. Is it Florida?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this one's a little off off the the beaten path of where. It...
1: Is, is it within the United States? Yes. Okay. Waz, what's your guess?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say North Dakota. Nope. New York. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with,
1: with, with all the places you can go get a damn burger in New York City, right? you could have just walked two blocks down the road and got something somewhere, something from somewhere else. You're going to run up <laughs> in this bitch with a baseball bat yeah? You're but you upset. Ain't,
0: You ain't never had one of them back home burgers from the back home restaurant. That, that's why it was such a big deal. It's that back home burger.
2: That seems like you're going to have a greater risk of scarcity of patties when it's the back home kind of patties.
1: I feel like oh, their true. stock is going up tenfold because of the story.
2: I know, because if right people now. are
1: that f- fucking upset about not getting that burger because it's so damn delicious, you know, Guy Fieri's rolling up in that bitch next week with the <laughs> <dives>, bag <laughs> driving
2: some and dives, like, okay? I want the broken glass burger.
1: <laughs> yeah, look at that burger. That bitch was all beating people up over. <laughs> that shit's gotta be good. Yeah. Right. Yes.
3: So and then
0: they don't have one for him.
2: Yes. And he
3: this just is... has
0: to bust the, the new windows out.
2: <laughs> the Guy Fieri starts breaking windows. Yeah. This it's is so what you do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where's my baseball bat?
2: You're uh, my 67
1: week. El Camino. I got a baseball bat in the back.
2: Oh, man. Oh, man. Let's go. That's a Guy Fieri vehicle.
1: Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, he loves that thing, that cherry red convertible 67 Camaro. I'm not going to lie. I love cars, and that's a pretty sweet vehicle.
2: Oh, yeah. man. Do you watch Doug DeMuro on uh, YouTube? No. Oh man! If you like use YouTube for your cable like I do, <laughs> and you like cars, there's this up and coming YouTuber that's uh, his fame comes from writing articles for Auto Trader. He's oh, a okay. journalist, and he started his YouTube channel uh, and got a f- figured out his own format of reviewing these cars and checking out these cars, and it's just great. I love him, Doug DeMiro.
1: Okay, we'll like check him out. Free yeah. plug for Doug.
2: Free plug for Doug. <laughs> We did it
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right let's let's
0: do our last uh, let's do our last little commercial chug we get that out of the way and then slam.
2: News, yeah, we folks. Got I got just a it. couple more for you in there. Brand new ones,
3: banking. Hey, Danny Wall from Steppenwolf here, man. You gotta check out the new rock venue inside of the Rio Hotel and Casino 172. Great place, premier rock venue with a little bit of class. It's located on the second floor in the Masquerade Mall. They got killer food like sushi, tapas, and some awesome craft beers. Try the peanut butter stout, it's really good. I had about 80 of them. Check out these upcoming shows. <laughs>
6: Friday, February 8th, 9pm The Toasters and the Scotch Bonnets Saturday, February 9th, 9pm Black Savage and Alex Cole Friday, February 15th The Simply Hip and the Fenders Saturday, February 16th, 8pm New Doubt and No Doubt Tribute The Very Own Radio Vegas Rocks Lizzie Minks of the Pet Tigers Isolated Avenue and Revolta Wednesday, February 20th, 9pm Dalton and the Sheriff's, Friday, February 22nd, 9 p.m. The Emo Night Tour, Saturday, February 23rd, p.m. In the end, a tribute to Lincoln Park and Incarnate, Saturday, March 2nd, 9 p.m. The music of 12 Volt Sex. All your ticket information on Ticketmaster.com.
2: Hey, you guys. The default in Ableton when you import audio clips is to have the warp function on, and that totally makes... (laughs) <laughs> that makes the ad sound really weird. Oh no! There's this other funny thing that happens. I don't know if you can. Let me. This is. Let me turn your mic up. Don't talk because it's really hilarious. Oh my god. Okay. So Jay's Jay's dogs. If he doesn't like look them in the eye and say, "Hey, I'm gonna take off for a minute," like there's some kind of person. <laughs> if he just like Starts splits to out. talk to the neighbor or something, yeah. Sometimes they get all concerned, and it's the funniest sound. Bless their hearts. I shouldn't, like, laugh at their misfortune. But it's a shallow misfortune. That's, they're spoiled dogs. Anyway, don't forget to click that warp button, guys. Or your commercials sound weird. <laughs> hey, have you
1: guys ever heard about Hemp Works? I have. It's the highest quality hemp-derived CBD oil you can get. They have 11
3: incredible hemp-derived CBD products in the Hemp Works brand. The products consist of six tinctures, three topicals, and two pet products, which all utilize CO2-extracted hemp oil grown in
1: Kentucky. That's the good stuff. There's a 60-day money-back guarantee, so it's totally risk-free. If you don't like it, money-back guaranteed. Contact Heather B
5: Centers on Facebook or Happy Healthy Family Five
3: at gmail.com and get your Hemp Works CBD oil today.
2: There we go, there's a patient commercial, I want, I mean, I'm not making fun of how slow he talked because it was like the right speed, I absorbed all that hemp information good, and the, another derivative of the same plant that hemp comes from often makes me speak slower too, so, I'm a fan. <laughs> Who likes motorcycles? See, notice so I moved away from the mic to yell that? That's how the professionalism excitement occurs, excitementism. You guys, uh, motorcycle museum, check it out!
4: Tintic Motorcycle Museum will be open in spring of 2019. Tintic Motorcycle is housed in the Nation Historic Register Building that was built in 1922 and operated as the U.S. Post Office from 1922 through 1996. Tintic Motorcycle also is a coffee shop with a flavorful menu of coffee and homemade pastries. Tintic Motorcycle has brooms available for lodging, weddings with catering available. Airbnb. Tintic Motorcycle. The museum is located in historic Eureka, Utah at an elevation of 6,500 feet. Tintic Motorcycle. The museum will have a grand opening the second full week in August during the second day, Silver Jubilee Days. Celebrations will feature a motorcycle show, car show, parade—yes, that's right—we said parade, live music, and vendors. Tintic Motorcycle Work and Museum on Facebook.
2: Oh man, motorcycle time! A museum of motorcycles? Wow. Okay, so uh, I was hollering at Sarah during the break, like, "Get some Zipfizz," because I've—this is where all my crazy is coming from right now. Is I'm hyped <laughs> I'm hyped up on Zipfizz. And the crash is infinitely more mild than something that's just caffeine because there's a bunch of B vitamins and such in there, and it's sugar-free, and it fizzes up some water. So I'll take this this uh, cup that Seven Eleven has graciously lent me to uh, use for many occasions. They, they, they let me keep it after I got finished with it, and but you what paid I'll do. For it though, right? I did initially buy it. Okay. But they let me take it back to the store and keep using it and 7-Eleven's neat like that. Anyway, I put some water in here. I put some zip fizz in it. I give it a little slush, and it fizzes up a little bit, so you do have to leave yourself some space in a bottle, for example. Yeah. Uh, drink, drink some away, uh, but it doesn't, it's not carbonated enough that you can't give it some mix, and then I just hang out with it. I'd have about one and a half. You don't want to exceed more than two a day, So I'll stretch out about one and a half over a day. I personally like all the light flavors, like uh, lemonade, uh, pink lemonade, the light color ones, and don't like the dark flavors as much. Ange, on the other hand, my darling, she likes the dark colors only and doesn't like the light ones. The lemonade one is actually... Less popular. There's a lot of them in this box. To others, except freaks like me, like just lemonade. I just the I honestly grab like all the lemonades. To me, Zip Fizz tastes really good as a lemonade, and so, yeah, you know, people so this are this is an energy
1: like th- supplement, right? It is okay. So it's like uh, instead of drinking Red Bull, this is a healthier alternative.
2: Yeah, there is. Ah, man, I knew the amount of caffeine. Bro, this and thing H1, I has
1: 833 percent of your daily vitamin C intake. Yeah. Uh, whatever vitamin B12 is, it's got 41,667% of your daily yeah. B12 intake. B12 Bro, is the... you're ODing on the B vitamins right now. No wonder you're fucking got... a wreck.
2: Yeah, <laughs> B12 is... <laughs> It's the active ingredient in things like Five Hour Energy and other supplements that are known to be less crashy. It's something your body makes anyway. You supplement it mixes with some food. That's another thing. You get a little food as a substrate. And this absorbs into it. You get a good time. Zipfiz. They are a sponsor, but I feel like this is helpful data anyway.
1: I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it and, and dump uh, it in your beer. Dump it in my... Mm-hmm. now. I'm gonna do that shit. Sorry. I get
2: risky <laughs> with it. <laughs> I'll put it in. I'll get Powerade. Put it in the Yeah. I'll, Brown
1: a superhero after that.
2: I just spike things with it. Yeah, I haven't been sick in you like a year spike and a half. With
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. I
1: feel like that's a bad prank show coming on right there. <laughs> we're going to zip so, fizz somebody today. Yeah, someone's getting <laughs> fizzed. <laughs> someone's getting zip fizzed.
2: Now we're leading in to a new moment. We've returned. Uh.
0: All right, we got some, uh, some cool news on the drug front.
2: Oh, by the way, this is the Greasy Conversation show on Radio Rocks.
1: <laughs> In case you didn't know, we hadn't said it once since we started the damn show an hour and a half ago, but we just want to reiterate the fact that this is Greasy Conversations on the thevegasradio.com.
2: We do have many people on Rocks that just, they let it keep streaming, and all these great shows come by. Just want you to know that's what you're listening to, Greasy Conversation. You already know you're listening to Rocks, Unless you're on one of our video feeds, and then you should know, that's the state that's who you mentioned. You mentioned Greasy Conversation and Naked City Pizza. They're tragically probably not going to know who we are unless you say, they're one of the things on RadioVegas.rocks. And then dude will be like, oh yeah, I met was It's cool. We f- we did the thing where we jump at each other and our chests bump together. <laughs> and I you- thought
1: you were going to say something totally different. <laughs> bro. I'm 10,
2: sorry. <laughs> 10% off. Naked City Pizza. There's a new one at the Cortez. 10% off. Alright, enough plugging. We're back right. to business. Anyway. Unplug. Let's so, go. Unplug.
0: Hey. Nasal spray made from ketamine. Yeah! Has gotten, Finally! Has gotten Sorry. FDA approval to be used as a treatment for, well, as a therapy for treatment resistant depression.
2: Finally! So, We've been testing this for like a decade.
1: Who's ready to go into a K hole? Yeah!
2: No, who, nobody's sad in the K hole. <laughs> Oh good lord!
1: I think ketamine is one of those drugs where if you don't know what it is, um, have some more power to you. Uh,
2: (laughs) if You don't know what it is. If you do
1: know what it is, uh, then you had uh, you know about twenty minutes of uh, you have cool friends. Yeah, irreplaceable time that you're never going to get back. Um, uh, I think for the most part. You know, with with certain drugs in in different formats, and, and a lot of people look at things as in a negative light because you know back in the day, uh, K or ketamine, as it was called, was a, was used as an abusive drug. And yes, so, and it can
2: be abused, which I do not advocate. Yeah,
1: but what was it used for initially? Wasn't it a horse tranquilizer? Yeah, and it's like a horse, tranquilizer. yeah a horse and cat and tranquilizer. This, so yeah. people would take it; they would abuse it. So they would label that as a de- uh, class of classified drug. And they would suppress any sort of uh, medical research on it. Yeah, yeah. But so what I think probably happened was, you know, some doctors, some researchers that used to do it when they were younger or had gotten a hold of it realized, you know, that there was some superficial benefits to this and that they should look into it, which I which I think is pretty much going to be this. You're going to see this a lot more with drugs uh, down the line, you know, with uh, the cannabis revolution um, yeah. you know and and even uh so, some things such as lSD or not even that, but mushrooms being uh decriminalized in some states, yeah,
2: psilocybin mushrooms are being used for right. studies similarly And, and I think and LSD. a lot of
1: it has to do with the fact that there are some people that abused it, but then there were some people that used it and had a real reason to use yeah. it, but they would it was never really a proven cause or a benefit. Uh, but now, with the research that the uh, that they 're doing with it they 're showing that it can somewhat alleviate the signs of depression, which is great because if you look at a lot of those depressionary drugs, the side effects of those are. Or horrible, you know. And a lot of times yeah. it's
2: just buying time. They don't really – they give someone maybe a reprieve from a mental state that they don't really give someone a tool to evaluate their mental state from another perspective. Get some self as an observer. There's legit um, talk therapy and conceptual treatments for these things that you can't approach until the brain – uh, has had a chance through a chemical tool like this to get a crutch like you can 't learn how to walk again without the crutch helping you feel what it 's like to walk then to learn without the crutch so it 's not the idea necessarily that you might need the ketamine for the rest of your life, but that 's not the idea with a lot of psych meds that they help you get through a point in life to then be able to uh, reframe things that you just yeah, yeah. you can 't even get to that pathway until you 've crossed this bridge. I know that was an experience I had like yeah, when I was like 16, 17 years ago. I had been on and off of a few things and just really struggled with anxiety for me. It was like my particular cocktail was diagnosed bipolar, but it really manifested as generalized anxiety. And uh, while I didn't need to stay on any particular psych med, I absolutely needed them to understand life from a perspective where I could even get what it's like to live without uh, the same things freaking me out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was an important step in the process that a lot of people neglect. And if ketamine snaps you there, man, its I've definitely Go it. gotten uh, dramatic insights into how I am and should be living my life according to my own standards through mushrooms. I've had experiences with psilocybin mushrooms when I've like really had breakthroughs psychologically that were really beneficial to the point where I don't even consider that something to take like for fun. I consider like mushrooms something you take to get an experience that's beneficial like a trip uh, like going camping might not be fun the whole time because of all the challenges. <laughs> what if
1: you got mushrooms, bro. This shit is gone <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. But over, overcoming the challenges of tripping are nature. helpful, <laughs> right? It always
0: just reminds. It's like, damn, you're you're fucking dirty, man. Clean your goddamn room, man. <laughs> fucking socks everywhere. What are you doing with your life, man? You first of all, you got way too many damn socks, and yeah. you leave them everywhere.
2: This was my last revelation on mushrooms <laughs> that he's talking about. Why I haven't done them since cuz i've got to approach the last thing they told me which was like clean my office.
0: No, i get the no, I'm the <laughs> no, it's always like clean clean my clean my house. Yeah, my you,
2: if you you're not sure if you're ready to trip or not, of course get a friend to help guide you through the process for safety, uh, evaluate if you've had any issues with like schizophrenia or uh, any kind of uh, delusion that you've had to be corrected on cuz that could be exacerbated. But if you feel clear on that, mind, mind, just clean your house first because it's gonna be that's gonna be a thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait a
1: minute, are you for real right now? I Do you
2: don't think think trip I've ever trip on wa- cleaning your house when you trip? Like, you're like no, oh no, dude. I mean, the best of the bathroom gross. Stuck I stuck in the like,
1: corner looking at the goddamn tile for three hours, going, uh, bro, it's moving.
2: I'm not into like the heroic dose. I like to like <laughs> wean in. You're a thing. low
1: doser. You're a micro doser. Not a micro doser. No?
2: I, I like the pocket, you know? Okay. I'm like, uh, what was the half an eighth to an eighth <laughs> oh zone? Oh
1: my God, dude.
2: Hey, don't don't judge. I don't judge, me, dude.
1: Listen, Woz, I, <laughs> if there's anybody I trust about any sort of categorical <laughs> drugs, whether they're legal, illegal, or on the cusp... It's you, bro, and it's that's not a negative thing to say because you know what it it comes down to is um, when you use the drugs, how you facilitate them, and the fact that you don't abuse them. You don't Mm. abuse. You know, a lot of people like to abuse things that make them feel good all the time, bro. There's people that eat a lot of acid and (laughs) shrooms that don't come back. uh, the same afterwards.
2: Yeah, and a lot uh, of times they didn't want to in the first place.
1: They didn't know the dangers going mm. into it. You know, they didn't understand like the psychological warfare that you're going through while you're under that type of psychosis. Uh, uh, that's going to either lead you to some sort of breakthrough mentally, mm. or it's going to either scare the shit out of you and make you have a bad trip. You know what
2: yeah. I mean? Yeah, so, I would. I would add to that that the the people that I've met. Or or, like the experiences that I'm familiar with in stories too of people that have quote unquote not come back from such an experience tend to be the kind of people that were either heading there anyway or didn't want to come back. They they took it. They they had a kind of mental suicide that they wanted to do anyway. Like they they wanted to find this other place and they didn't want to return from it.
1: So quick question for you because I know it's kind of a hot topic, but an issue nowadays. They have. uh, Did anybody watch Vice?
2: Yeah, uh, like just Showtime? generally? Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So oh, they have the this... movie,
2: I'm sorry. No, 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 no,
1: no. no, no. Vice, the uh, the uh, kind of documentary series where they go around and they follow people that are making illegal drugs or doing things around the, uh, around the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah, I've so seen a lot of that. So there is this, uh, so they went to, I think, I want to say South America or Indonesia, somewhere like that. This guy went around and was uh, drinking what they call this uh, ayakasha. Ayahuasca.
2: Ayahuasca, Ayahuasca. Yeah. Ayahuasca,
1: yeah, which is very new to a lot of people and so now here in the states it's actually not de- it's not a declassified drug it's uh... they have little areas and pockets uh... i think it's up in tennessee or virginia where they have these uh... places where you can go and experience that type of uh... chemical uh... Yeah. it, it it's really made, going for it's, addiction treatment it yeah it's good for addiction treatment it's good for depression it's good for bipolar it's good for any sort of uh... uh Mental or brain chemical brain imbalances. Mm. I would probably it's like a big reset button. Yeah, it is. That's what they say it is. Um, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that there's all these plant based um, uh, types of therapies out there, and um, you know they derive a lot of times from uh, cultures where. They don't have modern medicine, and they're not able to cure your, you through surgery or through other ways, so they do it mentally. And in certain countries where they drink that uh, that serum uh, and it puts you in a state of trance or they say tripping sometimes or a self-evaluational uh, state where you can actually – uh, go in and, and kind of, uh, I guess, sort out your issues within yourself. You know, I guess that's kind of what tripping is really. If you look at it that way, you're able to kind of have an introspective look at how your body, uh, works and your brain reacts, uh, to certain, uh, instances. Uh, I, I think this is just the tip of the iceberg with the ketamine thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, totally. I think that, well, how you say I- 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 ayahuasca? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. That is gonna that that right there I think is 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 starting to grow in popularity uh, where we used to take mushrooms and and, and stuff I think that's gonna kind of re- replace that with mm. the younger generations because it's becoming more popularized but I would probably say to people that you know great advice from you Ozan, as far as hey if you have any sort of mental or psychological issues already. It's not necessarily uh, a good idea to go ahead and facilitate those drugs in your body, yeah. depending on you know <laughs> what state of mind you're in. Because there's some mental issues it helps, yourself, there's other mental issues You can issues, lock does yourself into that state of mind hmm. because obvi- because either your brain chemical imbalance was already going towards that, yeah. or you can bring yourself out of it for sure. So, you know, with all of these new, not new fancy drugs, I would say, or these new discoveries of drugs they've been using for hundreds of thousands of years in small villages in Indonesia, in South America, in places like that, um, they're starting to see what the medical benefits of those are, um, you know, and I don't know if, uh, if you've ever tried that stuff. I've never tried it. I have an
2: ayahuasca, but I've researched it a lot. I researched it
1: too. And it's, I mean, it, there's only certain places in the world and even in the United States you can even get it. Yeah. And it, it's the recipe. If you make it wrong, you're stupid. It's important
2: because one plant has a chemical in it that a lot of plants have that actually causes the trip. And then the other plant is a neurotransmitter inhibitor so that the rush of neurotransmitters from the other one isn't just automatically reabsorbed by the brain to no effect. So it's an interesting combo for that reason. One of, one of them is an SNRI. It's weird. It's like you're taking Busprone or something as part of it. Which is an interesting trip if you overdo, if you take too much prone. Anyway, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and on the next, not subject. advocating that either.
2: Just, a, just a fun fact. Yeah. So, and that's not for everybody either.
1: Yeah, and and let me tell you something right now. I'm not an advocate of drugs, doing drugs, but you know. If you're put in a situation where you're able to experience something mm. and you're in a safe environment with people you trust, that's the best time yeah, to be able to with things. Yeah, consult an expert with anything
2: chemical yeah. you're putting in your body.
1: Yeah, don't just go out and get something because you thought yeah. you
2: know, it was a good thing. Yeah, get more than, right, more than absolutely. one opinion on at first. Right, absolutely. Get, get both sides of the opinions on any you drug You have no idea
1: taking. the types of people that will come up to me and ask me stuff like, hey man, I want to try mushrooms. Like, what is it like? Or I want <laughs> to do acid. What is it like? Well, or this and that and Buddy I just system. to tell him it's different for every individual yeah, but really you have is. to go into what you're doing with a clear state of mind and with a presence of thought and not scared don't be scared to be able to experience something that most people never get the chance to experience yeah it's
2: a buy the ticket take the ride thing you don't want to fight it you want to just embrace it and know that that doesn't kill people there uh the amount of deaths attributed to psilocybin <laughs> mushrooms are uh, argued between non-existent to, like, zero to uh, a bunch that are not verifiable to be that just and that it, substance. I
1: think the only reason why I say that is because I think we've all had that one friend, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. That's that's just ate a little too much or. or just but how is that
2: friend sober? That's the thing. It's, it's always that dude that's like, how how there was he to begin with, and that's the thing to look out. You for. just
1: secretly dose their ass when they're not looking, you know.
2: <laughs> I mean, they were they were born <laughs> dosed is half the thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's the
1: problem too. <laughs> That's great.
2: So we only have just a couple minutes, literally two minutes left. No, no,
1: we we're going for another two hours, guys.
2: I just have to bring up the puppies thing because oh, we yeah, should yeah, yeah. we I should be quick on it. this anyway. Because so this is gross. It's worth the suspense. All the puppies were fine. Let me tell you. Listen, all the puppies were fine. They they ended up. They're probably stronger. They're probably smarter and they're better puppies from it. But until that, these puppies. Someone hid heroin and their body cavities but it was a vet so this wasn't like dirty surgery this nice clean um totally safe professionally done surgery involved hiding drugs in these puppies
1: don't justify somebody's shitty actions <laughs> because you're <they're laughs> a fucking professional dude that's fucked up i'm sorry okay
2: am i am where's i arguing that song? for the where's
1: C&S? that primus song we like <laughs> too many to puppies
3: play?
2: Too many right. puppies.
1: Too many yeah. puppies. No, that's
0: fucked up, using puppies as drug mules.
3: And when you see the
2: puppies, they're they're not they're pretty big puppies, so that helps. What yeah.
1: kind of puppies were they? What breed? Do they look
2: know? like, um, I see a lab, dogs? labs? Yeah. I see a golden, that might be, that's some kind of yellow lab mixed. I want to yeah, say a golden retriever those, mix, but they're not fluffy guy, enough. Those,
0: those labby guys. Yeah.
1: So, no. pretty big dogs. they are not putting shit in chihuahuas. No. That's what no.
0: I'm saying. No, it's okay. not. I feel like really like non efficient, plus, chihuahuas are just like bullshit.
2: Unless it's fentanyl! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. We're terrible. <that> <laughs> We're terrible. I uh, mean, that's liquid heroin too. I fulfilled I mean, it's my liquid.
0: I'm going to hell quota for that. <laughs> <end.
2: laughs> All right. Okay, any remaining media recommendations, final stories?
0: Um, no, I, I'm, I don't have any major recommendations this week. I don't, it's
2: hey, you guys, monk time. Don't look or listen to anything all week until you see us again.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Close your eyes.
0: Uh, go to sleep. Plug your ears. Go to sleep for a week. I
2: right, listen. Does this sound unusual for the ending theme song? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I accidentally like warped everything. There nice. we go. I'm liking it. Really Here nice. we go. I just I just took a high dose of ketamine right there bro. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright. This is my jam. So thank you, Radio Mention that to all our sponsors and sequence. And stay tuned. Share the video with your friends and neighbors. Tell everyone that their lives are worthwhile when they're spent together with us. Yeah. supposed to be a dramatic place to end and I didn't hit
5: the ending button.